2: BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it.
3: If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone and computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all your other favorite streaming services. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And everything you need to make a podcast is in just one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tell them the Black Guy Wrestling Podcast sent you.
2: This is a Pod Dillers Network Podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I hold back this dealing for so low. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play the game. No,
5: don't. Yo, this is an excellent
3: choice, bro. Fantastic.
6: Yes, <laughs> <All right. laughs> Yo, sir. Yes, sir. I feel like it's really appropriate for the we do.
3: You absolutely right, man. <laughs> come
4: on.
3: I ain't going to do the intro right now. I'm gonna let this rock a little bit. I'm going to rock. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> ain't
6: no fair. Over, under, how many times has this playlist, August and Jada?
4: <laughs> I'm going to say... <laughs> At
5: least 25. Yeah. <laughs>
4: No, I don't even feel like they played that, man. No, I don't feel, I don't feel oh, like... Oh, you think they...
5: August the his music? Huh? No. You know
4: what? You know what? You know what? That's right. a
3: good point. I'm going to tell you what they, what he they probably fucked through. Now, dad is a very sensitive subject. You ain't shit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, live from downtown Hampton, or Midtown, depending on how you and demographic... Way. This is the Black Guy Wrestling Podcast. Volume sixty seven.
1: Yes.
3: Part two. Yes, man. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Just the two of us. Woo! Alright, let's get it going. This is definitely part two of volume sixty seven, because last week last week didn't go well. No, it didn't. Which not. was a shame, man, because that was a good episode. I thought we killed it, but it was a good. It but is. uh coming in first,
5: Scotland Underwood. Coming in second it is solo no Lil Green.
3: Uh D-Max not here. D-Max <laughs> D- 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 under the weather. You're yeah, D-Max under the weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. You, 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 you take something and you get better with it. You know what I mean? And we don't do guests on this show. We mm. we don't do guests because there's no guests in this family. We do co-hosts. So, we do co-host. co-host. And today's co-host it's is a special one. Yes. The triple C. <laughs> Chocolate City Champion, the, the new, new classic. classic,
1: Billy Dixon.
4: <laughs> what's popping, y'all? What's, what's up, what's up
1: what's... my man? How you
3: doing, bro? I am doing good, yeah, yeah, man. man. Nice, it's nice. Good
6: to be on the Black Eye Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, yes, sir, hey, man. We happy to have you here.
3: Yes, man. Look, we're gonna have a good time History today. History to make it, man. Yo, you know what I mean? Look, first of all, I gotta shout out my cousin because this, has, like in my mind, this has been a manifestation. We've been wanting you to come on the show, hmm. but my cousin he runs the actual Twitter page.
6: Okay, and he called yeah. out everybody. He did. <laughs> he was like, "Yo,
3: y'all live in close proximity. What's poppin'?
6: What's popping?
3: Which is I think is just good timing that you live literally about forty five minutes away. Yep. <laughs> so we understand you. We're in this room is an understanding of how bad the traffic is. Yep. Especially, especially the type of recording this. Yes. So I appreciate you. Rush hour. Yeah. You know, but hey.
5: That shit is crazy. It's for the culture. 7.5. You know? yeah.
3: And so, uh, of course, you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Boom. Google Podcasts. Boom. Spotify. Boom. Stitcher Radio. Boom. Pandora. <sighs> boom, boom. Pond Dealers Network, what's happening? What's up, family? And of course, go ahead and get your umbrellas ready. <sighs> yes, sir. Always. See man, you see we bring, you know what I
6: mean? Y'all lit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta warm myself up. I was
5: ready for all this. Oh nah, man, it's cool. So we got a we got
3: a heavy show today. You know what I mean? We, like I said, we don't we don't do the interview thing. We're not we're not those type of people. Thank God. Yeah. So when did you first watch wrestling? <laughs> so I can't stand that. <laughs> no, <show>. So <laughs> who was your first wrestler? <laughs> yeah. <your> favorite. <laughs>
6: who's
5: your inspiration?
6: Myself,
3: yes. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> but uh, we got a lot to talk about. Of course, we got our wrestling stuff, we got our culture stuff. Mm-hmm. But we do want to start out because you are on the world famous, you know what I mean, Black guy Wrestling podcast. In so you got oh, yeah. people in Korea, you got people in Africa. Africa you know what uh, I mean. Yeah. That probably, you maybe, have never heard of Billy Dixon. and so who is Billy Dixon?
6: Billy Dixon is um, if Dusty Rhodes is actually black, yeah. Um, Billy Dixon is uh, a product of the uh, Claremont Village projects in the South Bronx mm. in New York City. Yes, Born and raised by uh, Adeline Dixon and the OG Billy uh, William Dixon, senior. That's a, uh, a dope guy. He, <laughs> he is a he is a, he is um, a, a mixture of a bunch of things that if you make a wrestler do not go together well. And uh, he does not know when to uh, shut the fuck up <laughs> if you follow him on Twitter.com slash uh, he You know, he speaks his mind and he, uh you know, he, he does his wrestling thing, but it's, it's about, it's just about culture and just like, I don't even know. Billy Dixon's a lot of shit.
3: Real talk. Yeah, Rubik's
6: Cube. I'm still trying to figure him out.
3: That's real though, man. That's real. Because, like I said, man, uh, you know, we followed you on Twitter for, it's been, you know, we've been, been rocking for a year. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing I've always appreciated about you is, you know, your your honesty, your realness. Mm-hmm. Like, you're unapologetic about who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, like I said, on Twitter and just in life, you don't really get too much of You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I agree.
3: But yeah. uh, one of my sure. favorite
5: things about you is that you're unapologetic in you. So mm-hmm. that's what uh, draws us to that. And I think that's what makes you, like what you are like as great as like a wrestler and a person
6: well I appreciate that mm-hmm. um uh I'm gonna just say because I feel like I you know when you told that I think the thing about it is it's just that, like being quote-unquote unapologetic or whatever kind of synonym there's still a lot of fear that goes into that kind of uh state a way of being state of mind uh it don't just happen you know you know fake the funk confidence is uh is a is a delusion that you be, become a reality you know what i'm saying so i appreciate it but you know i i hope everybody can one day you know just look at what people's opinions are and just realize it's just that it's an opinion it's a thought it's not a law it's not anything like that so that's what i try to do on my social media and I, I think that you know uh we, 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 we're scared so much of just saying something that's just obvious. You know, like, it'll be a bunch of us in a room, somebody brushing, you know, just hand the man the Tic Tac, you know? And I just be like, be to... like, bro, <laughs> I'm just trying to look out, you know? Mm. Or, or, you know, it'll, you get more serious and, you know, you dealing with wrestling and all this stuff that's popping off about wrestling. It's just like, if you tattoo a Nazi insignia on somebody, that makes you a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I just... To me, it's just infuriating, and it's just really stupid to just not point out the obvious. You know what I'm saying? So that's what my social media is. It's just like, I'll take the L, you know, yeah. but I, I I can't be with the fake shit, you know.
3: It, yeah, it's not the way, man. It's not the way. I think because, just like you said, in like general public, you like people are scared to tip that line. You yeah. know, like they're 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 afraid to. I guess go into that conversation like you want everybody to like you mm. you know what I mean so it's like you're not going to tell somebody like you're not going to be the one to tell somebody that they breast things because you don't think that oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings right, right. but at the same token I think as society is starting to go in a certain direction and the way that things have been happening in the world I think we're I think we're tipping that away from that you know what I mean we're not being so scared of what is on their mind. Because clearly, people aren't afraid to say what's on their mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, you
4: know, you know
3: it's what it is. It's a mixed bag. It is a mixed bag. It comes with the good and the bad.
5: Yeah. yeah.
6: That's always gonna yeah. be that way. Yeah. It's always gonna be that way. I just, I just feel like, look, like, a lot of this Great Awakening stuff and a lot of this this, this year, life is short and I just, I'm not going to spend the remainder of whatever my term of life is going to be yeah. tiptoeing around bullshit. That just yeah. don't make sense to me. I'm going to say how it is. And, you know, if you rock with me, cool. And if you don't, cool. But, like, here's the thing. It's just, like, if this whole stuff that's been going on, you know, COVID, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, you know, some of this stuff coming about, like, speaking out, wrestling, and all that kind of stuff. If I haven't told you that just, like, if you – it, it takes way less effort to be real or to be you than it does to put on a facade. Mm-hmm. It takes way less effort, and I think that people are having this moment, and when it comes to things like respectability politics and all that kind of shit, people are just having this moment of just being like, ah, man, I'm over that. Like, I'm just... I'm gonna just be me, and what will be will be. So, you know, I, I don't know where this is even coming from. But... I guess I've been dying to say this, but I haven't had the right form to say it, but like... Yeah. You came to the yeah, right place can, today, buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> you like my guy. Yeah. <laughs> you came to the right place. We don't pull no punches here. Yeah, man, I don't believe in that either. But yeah, I appreciate y'all for uh, putting over my media. Straight up, man. Oh. Straight
3: up. Oh, man. We're fans of you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now, as a wrestler, how long have you been wrestling?
6: Be five year- uh, It was five years, July 10th.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, nice. man! You just had the anniversary. Yeah,
6: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. the anniversary, <laughs> the Wrestleversary. Now, have you? Um, do you take those same principles? Like, like I can imagine we've never been in a locker room, but we can imagine a wrestling locker room can be very intimidating at first because mm-hmm. I feel like it's you know it's a lot of different personalities. So, how do you take the person that you are and you make it work with fellow wrestlers, bookers, promoters? Is it a Is it a blended conversation with people, or is it more of a you have to find ways to not divert yourself Mm -hmm. but blend into the environment? Mm -hmm. All right, so there's two answers to that if you're green, and then when you don't
6: give a fuck. Uh, When you're green, you tiptoe, no, sir, yes, sir, you know, you're more on the subservient side, you're pretty much a bitch, you know, Mm -hmm. like. And you're just trying to not cause no trouble, no problems. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the way wrestling, you know, kind of ingratiates its young its young people into locker rooms, you know. You know, kind of like children. Yeah. You know, you want to be, you can be seen but not heard. Uh and You know. And then I think for me, there was just a point where I'm just like, I'm just do me. Like, you know. So, I mean, for the most part, like, not all locker rooms are bad. Like, there's I've been in way more positive locker rooms than negative locker rooms. But the negative locker rooms are going to stick out. But, like, for me, you go into a locker room, you know, you, you are going to feel deja vu of, like, high school or whatever. It is going to be segmented into cliques. I mean, that's just natural. You know what I'm saying? But I think the cool thing about some of the places I work at is that everybody kind of just floats around. So, for example, I work at a company in New Jersey called Pro Wrestling Magic. Shout out to Pro and Magic. Um, and I can literally talk to Homicide for five minutes and then talk shit about drag and shit with Eddie McQueen mm-hmm. in the same locker room and it's not weird and it's not like this like tense awkward energy and people kind of just like you know on some gang shit like you know stay on your side stay on, not. you can float yeah. around so for me uh, it's cool like I just I'm myself now I just I I, I do me and you know there's some people that just don't like me and that's cool like I am not delusional to think that all 7 billion people that I share this planet with are gonna think that I'm the B's knees that's just ridiculous Mm -hmm. but you know the people that I rock with we're cool you know I float around like I remember one time at a show I had a cigarette with Matt McIntosh talked to Faye Jackson about some shit and then um, talked to this one promoter guy who I forgot his name and I'm like those are three different t- type of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's weird. And these are, and and also like in wrestling, you're in, in, interacting and befriending people that you would have never been cool with had you not had this common goal, and kind of let that be the icebreaker into like actually like being cool with one another and like sharing some other viewpoints that you wouldn't have thought if you were in another kind of environment. If that makes sense. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. so you know, I I just say in a, in a locker room, you gotta be you. And some people are not going to like that. You got to just accept it and then move on and keep being you. And, you know, as long as you're not an asshole, you know, as long as you are respectful and as long as, you, you you, you know, you don't, you know, I can't. There are people and they are, they range from people that are on TV or used to be on TV or whatever who come in locker rooms, don't speak and leave, you know. And I understand to some extent why that mentality exists, but like, you know, you could just be pleasant. You know, know, some people, some people, they don't do that. They just go in, they go out. I'm one of those type of people where I go, I wrestle a match, and I do leave. You know, and I I kick it, you know, and then I leave. But, like, I'm just not, I can't be antisocial. That's just not how how it goes. So, for the most part, just be easy, and you'll have a good time. You know, some locker rooms, especially when you start out and you're in shindy locker rooms, the worst, you know, low, low, low low-level promotions, those are when you're going to deal with way more inflated egos and, like, Delusions of grandeur, which leads to like a lot of people having to be on that bench to just to survive. Yeah, you know. But the higher you climb,
5: that kind of just goes away. Sorry, yeah, you, I understand. Um, so if I remember correctly, you just started like I don't know if you've been doing the promo class, mm-hmm. but um, is this like you just started doing this or? Oh yeah. So, um,
6: uh, with this whole speaking out movement and stuff like that, I kind of like. Rock this area, 757, a little bit. You know, I had my own story that came out, and a lot of people disregarded it. That's their choice. Um, and then, there was an issue going on at a school called PWA in Yorktown, Virginia, and it was just that, you know, the trainer, his name is Bill Crockett, he didn't, you know, do anything that's illegal or anything that's, like, wrong, but, no, let me take that back. He made some poor choices, and he... You know consulted with his trainees and his trainees brought my name up and uh my friend jared aaron and uh jordan blade and you know we just kind of came together and decided that we're gonna like you know run this school and we're gonna tackle different things so my thing is character social media promos uh production things like that how to how to create I hate this word how to create your brand you know what mm, I'm saying yeah. it's so fucking pretentious I feel like I live in Silicon Valley or some shit but like you know that's what we doing over there so every Thursday at PWA New Yorktown um, Billy Dixon teaches promo classes and then we do uh, uh, free mat matches where we mm. critique the matches and stuff like that so I I've only been doing it for a week okay. uh, I do it tomorrow actually second class and we're gonna do that and then you know there's curriculum and all that kind of stuff and
5: it's a it's a chill vibe mm-hmm. you know we all just trying to learn to craft. yeah cause uh if I think it's the same place this it's the same, same place, place. alright so that was the I, I, that I had, yeah I've been yeah. in the ring before it was the first time I've ever been in like in a real ring uh huh and I was just like oh my god like yeah. niggas really be jumping from this yeah. <laughs> like this <Yeah>. is <laughs> crazy <laughs> like, yeah. it fucks you up like, yeah. Like, yeah, you just start thinking of like everything that you've seen like I can't believe niggas really because I was yeah, on the, uh, the second, uh, the
3: second um, <laughs> turnbuckle, and I was like, "Damn, niggas really got on the like the top <laughs> of this shit." And then on top of that, you know, they doing flips. I'm like, you know what, my my areas of the ground. <laughs> I'll be a great manager, but that's, that's what I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, you're a very charismatic guy. You know I me, mean, especially when you watch your matches. So can you in the just in just say the, the week. But have you ever been in a locker room, like, you've spotted somebody you're like, that, that, that word, it. You know what I mean? Like, people that have followed pro wrestling, they've always heard, like, like, if you listen to, like, Bruce Prichard, blah, blah, blah. They say, this person has it. Mm -hmm. What is it? What determines if somebody has it? Ooh, that's loaded. You know what (laughs) I mean? Because is it, is it? their ability to connect with the crowd is it the way that they carry the ring because I I feel like and correct me if I'm wrong please but in today's standard of wrestling it's very in ring based uh so alright so when it comes to
6: it for me my definition I think it's Somebody who without even trying draws attention to themselves mm. and, and commands the attention. Yeah. And people are invested in whatever it is that they're doing. And I've seen I'm sounding such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like a handful of people in my time of wrestling that I believe have like it. Um there's a lot of very talented people. Yeah, of course. But there's this like this energy. Um, like for example, Trisha Dora has it because She's able to really command people to pay attention to the little things, to the big things, and everything in between in her matches and her presentation. And um, she creates a really special environment. Um, I think uh, another person would be Corinne Mink, who she does this like Golden Girls and Fight Club me Stone Cold gimmick. And she really can grab a crowd out of balls and not let go. Um, I think uh, Sonny Kiss has it Mm -hmm. I think he's very uh, special because he uh, he is one of the few people left in mainstream pro wrestling that creates uh, uh, suspension of disbelief and doubt in his matches Mm -hmm. Um, it is uh, to me like who has it Uh, there's so many people in this game that that are very talented excuse me but um, don't know how to turn it up to 10,000 and don't know how to like make it for every person sitting there they kind of just focus on either themselves or like popping the boys in the back or like their little fan base that comes to shows but these people that I just mentioned have this thing where like
3: the second it comes to the curtain it's just like whoa and people's brains automatically are wired because, like I said, tonight, you know, we're recording this on a Wednesday, and it mm. just so happens to be the night that Sonny Kiss yeah. wrestles Cody Rhodes. And for those that listen to this show, I'm, you know, I don't know if you know, I'm not the biggest Cody Rhodes fan. He is not. Oh, what's the Cody? Ah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. he really- Y'all didn't see what I did. don't <laughs> even at that. <laughs> now, uh, but, like I said, I think tonight, for Sonny Kiss, it's a very prominent showcase because like I said he's been on the AEW roster for a year now. Mm-hmm. You see the little bit like glimpses of what he can do in the ring mm-hmm. and like I said you know it's funny that Lucha Underground has been like kind of a topical thing this week. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I think it's because we're realizing that it had a lot the of influence on wrestling yeah. now. Yeah. And like I said a lot of people the first time I ever got introduced to Sonny Kiss was Lucha Underground the mm-hmm. match he had with Jack Evans and I was just like this dude's going off. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I remember two things about Sonny Kiss you're exactly right he had first time seeing him you're like I don't know what I'm gonna expect mm-hmm. and then when you see him get down in the ring it's like yo this is for me I was like this is different this is new the, word, the word that
5: comes to mind like when Sonny Kiss come on is like he's captivating Yeah, like, you have like he makes you have to like pay attention to what he's about to do mm-hmm. and, like, what's going on in the match. Or even though he's just coming down to the way,
3: Yeah. Like that. But, um... I th- like I said, I think this is... Because, you know I mean? The, the argument I've always had with AEW is they have a, a black problem. It, oh, yeah. They
6: don't have enough brothers and sisters on the roster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just at this point that's not even like a controversial opinion
3: it's just did a that, did, I mean did, when AEW first formed did you think like oh this is you know I mean like like was your dream to get to WWE or anything I mean it was
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I then I became a wrestler <laughs> um, then I got then I was a real nigga and not you know real nigger, <laughs> but like, you know uh, nah yeah I mean everybody's goal I mean when I first trained my goal was to have I have more realistic goals. I wanted to have a mid-card match in the middle of WrestleMania, 15 minutes. That's mm-hmm. Like, Great. on some Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels shit. Like, in the middle of the show, or some Kofi, Daniel Bryan, which was in the middle of the show. Because, like, old school logic, the main event is actually in the middle of the show. If you go way, way back. So, like, Bruno San Bruno San
3: Martino's match was always dead in the middle. It was never last. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. when it's the middle of the match, it would usually be before intermission. So when they would come back from intermission, in order to draw the house the next again month, mm-hmm. say so it'd probably be most likely it'd be a rematch of the person that he just wrestled. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it'd be like Bruno and Larry Sabisco, mm-hmm. and then they would get it'd be like oh, you know next month Bruno's wrestling Larry Sabisco in a street fight, and that's how they would they would draw the yeah the you know what I mean yeah. you know but uh yeah that's a. That's true. I, I, a lot of people don't don't talk about the. I mean,
6: I mean the they,
3: main event being in the middle of the card.
6: And I mean, going back to like being black and being in wrestling, right? Like and like like it's a valid criticism of the AEW product that the black representation is incredibly low, you know. Um, and I mean, and, and and they have a lot of valid criticisms out there of their product, but I think one of the best things that happened this year, out of everything that's happened, is I don't know if you guys. Saw it, but Jay Rose, who uh, who's like this, like who's gonna get signed somewhere so fucking fast to do video production? I'm gonna miss that kid. Um, oh uh, Jay Rose, Jay Rose, Jay okay, Rose yeah, yeah, at okay. IWTV, uh-huh. he uh-huh. hit that best of black independent wrestling. Yeah. Uh-huh. and one of the major things I hear from white promoters, scouts, blah 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 blah, is this whole bullshit of like, uh. We just don't see any black talent that, like, pops through the screen. (laughs) Like, and and, 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 and then my bro, J. Rose, was like, all right, here's three hours of the very best, the best, Mm -hmm. and every single person I could vouch for to be incredibly talented. And there's so many that wasn't even on it. I mean, and it's just like, you know, I hope that if you work for an AEW or WWE or an MLW or any kind of major company, I hope you take a look at that because that's a collection of the best on-site talent. You yeah. know, to me, it's kind of weird how O'Shea Edwards is a Ring of Honor prospect, but he's not on their television. And, like, he would stand out immediately because he's one of the few guys that isn't five foot seven and under. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, he's, he's a big motherfucker. Monster. I mean, listen. <laughs> let me explain to you. I wrestled the man, okay? I seen it. <laughs> let me, let me, I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm take the genie out of the bottle. That man threw me. I did not help <laughs> that man threw my big 290-pound ass out of the ring. And I said, I looked up and I was like, I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> Holy fuck. I mean, that motherfucker threw me. So he is so strong and he's so talented and he's very good on the mic. I yeah. think yeah. Uh, he he has a very different type of cadence to his promos and his aura and his personality. And I just think that we need to see way more of that type of energy um, on on these platforms. So there's a lot of black talent out there, and I just hope that, you know, people get over the racism, uh, to, you know, <laughs> uh, to, to give the brothers and sisters a shot, especially because, like, I was just watching AEW Dark, and this woman, her name is,
3: Are you talking about forgive about, uh, me, oh, Ray Chanel. Ray Chanel like, right. I Rachel. was
6: like, holy fuck. I watched that shit, and I was like, this is a great character, this is a great quote-unquote gimmick.
3: Because she came out with the, she the Chanel bag, yeah. she had the, the, and then, hair, like, the scarf on.
6: And like, okay, so like, I'm a big details guy. So one of my favorite details um, was, uh, one of my favorite details about her is that when she ran the ropes, she did this.
4: She was yeah. looking around and she the little
6: purse. And I just thought, you know what, this girl, she, she got something. Like, This is something that, you know, it's like baps. Like, it's like, you know, you you could do a lot of character work. She could, and she could not just be a wrestler. She could be a valet. She could be a general manager. She could be a whole bunch of different shit. And I'm like, our, we got a lot of, of our people can do a lot of different shit. Yeah. And we just need the platform to do it, you know? A chance. You know? Just (laughs) sink or swim. Right. You know, but it gotta be presented. So, that's how I feel about it.
3: Like, you know, we were talking earlier this week, especially about like, We were talking about uh, raw, and we were talking about uh, Mm -hmm. Bianca Mm Belair, and I read that Bianca wasn't the original; like it was supposed to be Liv Morgan, but because Liv, I guess, is out for something, she got hurt. She got hurt. Okay, so they put Bianca in the spot, and so the the criticism for the past couple weeks has been Bianca is has all this talent, all this charisma, but she's not has it. Yeah, very much so. But she's not being featured. I mean,
5: <laughs> we know the reason. <laughs> I
6: mean, I, I'm gonna put it this way. I remember with the Royal Rumble and all that kind of shit. There was like this big, like, oh yeah, black girls are dope in wrestling. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like I remember, like did like, Naomi it was, trend? Yeah, yes, they, she was like showed on, like,
5: she was on BET, she was on BET,
6: <laughs> and she was like on Ebony, uh, Ebony, and Essence. She was on. There was a lot of coverage about. Yes. Her, because for the first time, and this is actually some real shit. That was the first time a black woman has worn an afro
4: mm-hmm.
6: on WWE programming. Wow. Ever. Ooh. Ever. That's crazy. And when you think about she that just shit, made my head hurt. Yeah, yeah. Wow, when I you think about, about that head shit, head off, that's that's incredible. And like, I think for her, like, the one thing about her—if you compare her to all the other um, wrestlers—I always thought this about her. She could have been like a lot bigger. I mean, she's incredible. And she's had a great, great career, but she could have been, like, a Rey Mysterio for kids. Like, mm-hmm. she, she, with the glow and and all that, and, like, way before that when she was, like, Fuck a fucking doctor because she was one of the only divas at the time that was doing super athletic shit. I mean, she's still the most athletic woman on her roster. Yeah. You know, but it's just, like, I wonder why they don't give a black woman a chance to make more money than a white man, you know? Mm. Uh, so that's kind of what it is. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great black talent that is signed and unsigned that could really make some moves. But, you know, unfortunately, like, we don't have any in prominent positions. There are absolutely no black people besides Brandy Rhodes uh, that have positions of power in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of one.
3: That, I mean, like, an executive level, you know? That irritates me. That really does. And we talk about that shit all the time. But it's like, it's real. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's very irritating. i to say, there's only, like, a couple of black
5: people that have their own, uh, like, company, right? Like yeah, only, they have their own, um, like foundation and everything. I'm gonna say that we
6: probably are under 25 black-owned companies in the United States of America. I'm sorry, you said 25, under yeah. 25? Under
5: 25? I, I believe... I didn't know there were 25. <sighs>
6: yeah. Um if that you know if Mm. that Um, shout out to Fight Club shout out to Super Crazy shout out shout out shout out out to to Roy uh, Johnson Everything Pattern in the UK that was fucking dope Um, and then there's some African African companies that are fusion advice too oh yeah yeah Yeah. I remember um, that that. but it's, 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 it's you know it's real out here. You know, my goal, my dream is like Yeah, I was
3: gonna I was gonna say, what's 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 your goals when it comes to this this wrestling show? Alright, so we're gonna
6: keep it real. We watching uh the the, the AEW.
3: I hope Sonny yeah. yeah. Kids whoops this nigga's ass.
6: Uh we watching yeah. Sonny, you know, Sonny grab the brass ring. Um and he's looking oh, very yeah, he very, very nice huh? in his He about to win this belt. Oh absolutely. Very nice in his yellow and black outfit. But my goal is actually to be a lot like Cody Rhodes, actually. Oh, I mm. I would like to be uh <laughs> I would like to be able to have a uh wrestling company two hours on BET or TV one. Wow uh, oh, okay. that's kinda my goal. Showtime, uh stars. Uh I would love the opportunity to have it all or predominantly black wrestling company uh, you know uh, in in the country and distributed internationally um, featuring us because I think that there's a lot of money in it and I think that when it comes to black entertainment uh, especially in the television sector there's not a lot of diverse options Mm -hmm. it's like you got love and hip hop basketball that's kind of it yeah you know it's not and you know and like a like a power or something like that Yeah. you know but right now we're not really fucking with the football you know right <laughs> now you know you know right now we're not really we not really you know basketball all our homies are testing positive for COVID everybody they, yeah they are yeah. so you know and I mean there should be no wrestling anyways but anyways but you know there shouldn't be sports there shouldn't be sports going on right now but <laughs> this is where <laughs> we at you know in a post in a post COVID world I would really like to see just like and I have an idea for it, and I can't talk about it because there are people that have a very similar idea to me that could be making this happen. But there is a very Afrocentric way to do professional wrestling that's never been done before, and that can also be way more inclusive uh, and bridging kind of the community together in a way that, like, we don't really see, um, uh, like, the media, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, God, I have this idea two hours... Well, we will...
4: Oh, um, man, we'll talk about it over
6: there, man.
5: Yeah,
4: man. We don't want to. Tell
5: you yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to keep all the secrets away. Yeah, man. I'm just saying.
6: I'm just saying. I, I feel like you would have like all your uncles. Your uncles would be calling you, being like, mm-hmm. "Yo, did you see Ashton Star? You know, did you see that O'Shea Edwards? Man, that Darius Lockhart is smooth. All your aunties and your moms will fall in love with like a guy like Darius who's good looking. Or like, you know, you got that one like cousin that's like into rock and he like likes Trevor Aon. Who does I mean, that, shout, you know, out shout out to Trevor. Shout out to Trevor. You like, know, who man. got that vampire shit that's so slick or some Blade shit, you know, like...
3: Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's
6: my, that's my goal. I would love for that to
3: happen within my lifetime or to be a part of that if
6: that happened without me at the helm.
3: I was going to say, man, because you've been a part of, especially in the DMV area, because like I said, before I got on Twitter, I didn't know that wrestling was really prominent in the DMV area, so you've been a part of a lot of that scene Mm-hmm. And I feel like you've also been a major integral part in the promotion, the, uh, the notoriety, especially mm-hmm. coming. In. Like I said, we we're only what four months removed from, yeah, about four from from Butch versus Gore. That was yeah, that was March, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah which,
5: we, we, we're a little over four
3: months. Which time. it's to me was the one of the last great independent shows that took place before everything got shut down. Mm-hmm. I I have a really sick joke that oh, I say shit. with Lolo,
6: and I tell them I'm like, we we booked the most progressive wrestling show ever in the universe. Sorted itself out. That's, <laughs> That's a real shit. That's real <laughs> yeah. shit. That's real like, yeah. like, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, the, the goddamn. I'm about show. to say they hit it with a crosser. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh yeah, sonny. son.
5: Yeah. Um. Oh, hey. Oh, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but i like. What I thought that, that um, what big thing I thought y'all were gonna do mm-hmm. was like uh incorporate like a match or like a card at BlairCon. I thought that should um uh, but y'all yeah, had uh, I saw like some uh talkings like that was that. that would be with another company called Fight
6: Club oh, Okay. that uh, I'm the Chocolate City Champion of I've been had that gorgeous ass belt yeah. that, that b- gorgeous ass belt that
3: belt is wonderful you might not be walking out I just keep it to
5: break with you alright look man <laughs> <laughs> so,
6: no, we might gotta get to the scrap and it's fine <laughs> I got a scrap to keep it so I might as well get a little warm before I go <laughs> but um, yeah uh, I mm-hmm. think that um, okay. I think that yeah there was some talk about trying mm-hmm. to get something going at BlurCon and things like that you know I think that wrestling in D.C. wasn't around for a long time and like in the past year it kind of kicked off and you know, right now we having our own, you know. Who
0: are you texting?
2: BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it.
6: We're doing some
1: important house
6: cleaning and some spring cleaning in the DMV area. But yeah, Butch versus Gold was um, an incredible opportunity. Um, and for me, you know, a lot of people were not privy to the fact that I was, for another company that was LGBT uh, associated, I guess you could say. I was uh, ghost booking and doing a lot of the promotional work, creating flyers and posters and uh, going to, like, RuPaul's Drag Con to hand out flyers and, mm-hmm. and, you know, helping talent get booked and helping more black talent get booked and all kind of shit. And I wasn't given the credit for that. And I think that, like, word traveled around and then I was able to get this opportunity. And to me, I wanted to book a wrestling show. In my personal opinion, a lot of these kind of pride shows as a gay man... I don't really like a lot of them. Really? Um, is there a particular thing? I say about Oh, to say. yeah. They just book badly. <laughs> oh, okay. um, uh, yeah. just my personal opinion. They just book badly. Like, I I don't like the idea of, like, pandering. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that some of these shows pander and that some of these shows are just about the companies putting themselves over for being inclusive. It's like they're like, not being authentic with yeah, it. Yeah, it's not authentic. Yeah. I mean, I can feel it, you know, and I mean, some of my brothers and sisters and siblings, you know, they uh, need to get the check make money, you know? But I wanted something that was like really raw and like authentic to how different queer people are. I mean, you know, you had two big black men fighting for a championship. Then you had Effie and Faye, which was two freaks fighting. Very yeah. And then yeah. you had, um, you know, Still Life and Lady Frost, which was like some Disney shit, you know? And then you had the, the Pride of Primetime, which was my favorite match on the show, which was seven... Very different motherfuckers fighting, and then you had you know Trish and Ashton, you know. Uh, so there was a lot of variety, and I think that you can. You first of all, you don't need to have. And luckily, this person won't be um, booked ever again. But I was tired of seeing Dick Guy being the most profitable gay talent when he wasn't even gay to begin with. He's on every fucking pride show. I never understood that. But, you know, it's like, he's a, he's a he's a draw, so we have to book him, you know, because God, these guys can't draw themselves, you know, but it's just like, nah, actually, March 7th, 2020, said that I could. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, for me, it's just like, I just want to see people being booked to their best ability. A lot of times, a lot of these prize shows, in the booking, they don't consider the strengths and weaknesses of the talent. You know, for me, I had to rebook the show three times.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, just because, like, I saw that people were not being used in their best light, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? Actually, let's move this around. Let's change this person. Let's do this here instead of doing this because I want a Russell Rogue to be able to sh- to shine doing what he did, or Devon Monroe, or Corinne. I was supposed to. I was originally supposed to wrestle Corinne making a street fight, and then I was just like, she would do a lot better in a multi-person match. And the company wanted to do something with O'Shea Edwards, and I was just like. Okay, we can do this thing where O'Shea literally, like... One of the things was that, like, O'Shea's a cool motherfucker, but he's positioned as, like, a bad guy. How do we get him to be a bad guy? Well, he's got to beat the guy who, like, is running the show and, like, take his soul right. in the middle right. of the ring and it be fair. Mm. And, like, that's the... <clears throat> you know, that's the kind of heat that I, like... Especially working babyface and the type of babyface I work. When I lose, it's really disappointing because, like, there's no excuse I lost. Mm -hmm. That sucks. When you don't have an excuse. Like, homie was just better. Mm -hmm. You know? He
5: didn't cheat. He just beat you. (laughs) He's better than that. But like
6: a lot of, you know, but like I don't feel that a lot of people that do pride shows put a lot of thought into it. Or a lot of it is just to pop straight people. But you want to, don't you want to draw gay fans? Or like, don't you want to, you want it to be good and not just get a pop on social media? You know, there were some pride shows that were being booked or things that I just personally didn't agree with the way that they were being laid out because, To me, it wasn't about putting over the gay talent, queer talent. It was about putting over how great these straight guys are for putting us over by having the... the, We're so pleasured and honored to work with them.
5: I feel like that's the opposite effect that you'd be going for. But
6: a lot of people think that that's what they need to do because they don't think about the person that they're booking. They just book them and hope that they can do their best to work around so-and-so's skill set. You know, And that's wrong. You gotta put the. If you're doing this show with this goal, you gotta think about, okay, what is the best use I can use of um, Ashton Starr? He needs to be in a match with somebody who can do the technical shit and tell the story. Him and Trisha Dorrit, first of all, DC versus DC, because they're both from DC. So that's a draw I ended up so. Yeah. Then, it's two black folk fighting for the, the Pan African World Diaspora Wrestling title. Boom, that's another draw. And three, he's a great heel, she's a great babyface. And that's on some, you know, Owen Breck shit, high opener. You,
3: you, know? can turn, you can turn this shit off. Oh, it's over? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you, you, can turn, you can turn it off. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to watch it <laughs> at all. There's no point in giving them a pop for anything. <laughs> oh, ass <company. O-ass laughs> nigga that he is.
6: <laughs> but, you know, yeah, Bush vs. Go was a lot of fun. I really hope that when people do product shows in the future that they really think about talent and not just making random matches I think y'all say. I think
5: y'all are definitely the blueprint Like, I hope so I man. think that's how it like, should be. be
6: yeah I mean listen uh, if, if I don't do nothing else in wrestling that was a cool fucking contribution oh, yeah. you know so I mean I would like just a lot more I would like to do there's a lot more I told people I would like to do but that yeah. was that was a night like, I never forget because like I felt magic and it I felt that was the first time I'm gonna be honest with you and maybe I'm blowing smoke up my own ass that's the first time I felt a whole show, start to bottom, top to finish, where it was a feeling the whole night, instead of just a particular person. Sometimes you go on a show and you realize that they booked somebody on top because they have it and they're supposed to just do all the work for the whole show. Yeah. But everybody on that show, for me, in my opinion, I felt everybody really contributed very much so to that show and like it is it, it was it was it was really electric that night and I just I wish we could go back. I wish I could revisit that night, you know? Because that... Oof. That gave me the will to live, the will to wrestle. Yes, sir. Because that, you know... You know, your ideas all happening. Getting the reactions that you thought they were good. And mapping out that seven-way match. Like, the way I thought it would... You know, all that shit. Yeah. That's what what I live for. It's my ideas working. So, yeah. Which versus growth? Not the first, not the last.
3: Oh, Oh, it won't be. No, sorry. Now, you know, obviously... We... You know, we like we wanted to be there. We we really wanted to be there, we wanted to support. And the one thing we were looking forward to before like all the COVID stuff and even after, you know, it cleared up was to attend uh Primetime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we were, you know, that was one thing, you know, we followed the pages it was on, and everything. It was on the list. It was on the list, it was on the list. Now yeah, yeah can I get a piece of gum Oh, yeah. Uh yeah. yeah. I thank I uh, no, you know, yeah. 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, my boy. Thank you. Appreciate but, uh, you. <laughs> but um Obviously, these uh these past couple weeks, especially with the speaking out movement, uh, has halted primetime. time. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, obviously, you don't have to divulge into anything that you don't want to talk about. But are you able to give us a little insight about what happened? Um, is it officially done? Is it um, is it going to be repackaged as something else? Um, so. I'm gonna say this.
6: I think that people have the right intentions when they start things, and then they get too deep because it's a lot more complicated. Um, so, in broad strokes, Nick, who is also known as Gator, uh, started the company with Lolo. He was the financial backer and the president, and you know that position. And Lolo was the officer of culture and branding, which was, you know, in other words, just like you know sponsorships, securing the building, social media management, trying to do outreach. They were really doing that and the things that we kind of were learning that none of us knew about <clears throat> until the Speaking Out thing happened was that there was incredible emotional abuse and uh, uh, Lo was not being treated the way that they deserved to be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Gator started primetime with all the best intentions and got himself caught up in some really fucking foul shit that financially fucked up his company and put a lot of people in bad positions. And he has to deal with the consequences of that, no matter if they are legal or social or whatever. Um, and I think that it's pretty obvious with a lot of things that have come out publicly that there was a huge financial problem there. Mm. And I think that that's a thing that he has to work out himself. He also has to get himself some counseling, some help for some of the things that he has done uh, uh, to Lowe and to other people that have spoken out. There's a a few people that have spoken out about the the things that they've been going through. And for me, you know, what we tried to do was try to conduct an internal investigation, which we did not do perfectly. I'll say that, you know, and I was the head of that. So I kind of fucked up here and there. On that one. Um, but we tried to save our house. But when you find out that someone's not being honest to you, when their pants are already, they've already been caught with their pants down, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and they're continuing to lie to you, and the lies that they're telling you are incredibly huge. And I, there, there's a certain point where you go, this is above my pay grade. This is not something, I'm only 25 years old. I, you know, I had to protect my peace at a certain point, And I can't protect somebody, not protect, I can't help somebody be held accountable and make things right however they need to make things right when they're not being honest to me and I'm finding out a lot of shit that is insane um and as far as the future of the company I mean I'm gonna say you won't see me there if 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 there are primetime shows at which he's at the helm I will not be attending period absolutely um because he betrayed me trust the roster and um, you know is there going to be some kind of uh, alternative new company I don't know Uh, you know it's an L you're taking an L Uh, you know but I think that there will be more contributions to DC being made in different ways Um, and I think that it may not be something that's every other month or every month but when people you know because running professional wrestling is expensive on an independent level to begin with Running in Washington D.C. is astronomically expensive. I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, <laughs> and and yeah. we we talking like venues, licenses. We or... talking we talking like five digits. You know, yeah. when you add everything up together, sometimes how it can go. So you know, it's, it's 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 challenging and it's hard. And you know, hopefully somebody can come up and do something that'd be great. But, you know, we will, we will see. I'm trying to do my own thing, but that is also incredibly expensive. And I'm not in a position financially, just be keeping it real with everybody, to do... I can't run a company. I can't financially maintain that, you know, and have a, an ethical business financial relationship with talent, sponsors, venues, blah, 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 blah uh, to do that every single month. Um, but, yeah, you know... But DC's wrestling is not dead. Fight Club Pro Wrestling... Has was there and is still here yeah. Yeah. and is providing phenomenal professional wrestling and all the people on the roster are treated very well and are respected and are appreciated and are loved and are accommodated for and you know shout out to J.A. Johnny Cross and Chris Kazama you know they are very very great guys and um, they, they holding it down for the culture and just they, they they doing their thing you know they don't they don't overdo it they do what they can and when they do something they do it right and it's a great company to work for so DC is not dead you know we're doing some spring cleaning and hopefully there's some new shit popping up maybe
5: maybe not but we'll see we are gonna be there oh yeah uh, no matter whenever, what we gonna, be, yeah, we gonna be there whenever oh, yeah. there's a date we'll make sure to be there hell yeah pop right open in <laughs> hell,
3: yeah hell yeah with our black guy t-shirts ah hell yeah, yeah. alright yeah. so look let's think a stick break from the wrestling real quick Let's talk some culture shit. All right. All right. My favorite triple couple. Thruple. Thruple. Triple threat. (laughs) Yes. The three the hard way. Now, last week, (laughs) last week, I made the mistake, and I know why the show got messed up because I disrespected the spirit of Tupac. So I will not be doing that this week. You just going to let it rock. I'm just gonna let it rock. All right. And so, what we're gonna talk about is. The, the red, what is it called? Red Table Talk, Red Table, which was the first Red Table Talk that I ever watched. 13, minutes. same, huh? I had never watched any of them before. I look, I was in bed, I had my snacks, I was excited. I was a little disappointed, it was 13 minutes. I was ready for a full two well, hours. You, oh, you <laughs> thought you were gonna get something. oh, bruh. Look, I was ready for a full two hours. But uh, entanglement <laughs> that's the word of the day, that's the word of the year. <laughs> an entanglement, entanglement. Have you ever been in an entanglement? That's my knowledge. <laughs> <on> my <laughs> look, look. I guess when it comes to Jada and Will, part of me is like, this is an honest dialogue between two married people. I want to be like, I want to get to that point where I can have like a
5: like honest, com- type, honest conversation because they that would look pretty honest.
3: But then the flip of the coin on me is like, these are actors.
6: <laughs> you mean you don't know I mean like, look, look, look. They're I, All right, so we gonna do this. We gonna do this. I have a theory that it was a script perfectly performed. Oh, yeah. That they had an intern at the red table talk. Right, I wrote it yeah. because it was a little too the, the 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 pacing was a little too good. Good, good and uh, I'm sorry. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with you.
5: You you have an entanglement. I'm not gonna be so <laughs> I'm gonna get you back you know so blase about it
6: yeah I, I, and, 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 and I would be a lot more emotional and my speech would be a lot slurred and I would not be able to just be able to just be so like articulate it would be a lot more it, to me the one thing about it that was strange was that you could tell there was tension but it was a very benign tension very and very. it was just like I would be flipping shit you know, like
3: fuck. Then, the, then the bad marriage for lifeline. <laughs> That's when I was like, "This is a great performance." Now let's yeah. ask. Let's ask the the, the the real question. Did she take advantage of August Alsina?
6: A hundred percent, she did. Okay, all right. Just make sure we're <laughs> on the same
3: we're on the same page here.
6: Okay, like here's where I'm. A, I'm gonna give here's where I'm gonna give Jada a, 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 an an understanding set of an excuse or pass, just me not using the right words for shit. All right, um, I think that she and whatever she went through in her life is drawn to people that are broken. Mm-hmm. That's implicitly mm-hmm. clear. She I mean, said it. I mean, her and Pac, enough said. Yeah. You know, um, and you know, Pac was very, a very articulate. Broken person. He was a very broken yeah. person. Yeah, but he just, you know, he he was so smooth that. I don't think people register that. Still, I think people don't realize that, like, that man needed therapy.
3: Tupac, <laughs> if you were listening, you are loved on this show.
6: Very much so. Yes. You, I wear, uh, when I wrestle, I wear my bandana that way
3: out of tribute, period. So, mm. if, you know, if you could please not mess with the audio this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would be greatly appreciated. Don't <laughs> entangle the audio. No, you you no. even got <laughs> pop on the shirt this week.
5: Yeah. I love
6: Tupac. My cousin, my cousin AJ, used to do charcoal paintings of Tupac. 30 or something. I mean, like, I grew up, changes, on it. like, I, I'm not a super fan, but I really respect him.
3: Mm-hmm. But do at the
6: same time, that nigga needed therapy.
3: Do you think, do you think, if Pac never had died, do you think him and Jada would have ended up, or do you think they would have an entanglement? Uh, I think entanglement for life. An entanglement for life. I'm gonna tell you, I'm
6: gonna tell you what my theory is. Okay. First of all, I just wanna point out that none of this is our business. It's it's not. And, no, it's and, not and, 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 and it's a shame that August... I mean, I get why. Well, August needed a a promotional material for his album to sell because, like, I've never seen an Alka. Can I just August Alcina? Who
0: are you texting?
1: Can I just say that album sucked? Oh, it's a new one? Yes, it's I not mean,
6: good. I, I, I'm not. It's not good. I, I mean, I'm not a fan, a fan nah. whatsoever. I think that he's like just. I think that he's just like another one of these like, oh, he's hot, so he sells some records, but mm. not like a lot. And I think that like, a, a, he's much more of a personality than he is an artist. I think that's been, okay. Here's my thing: when you when somebody says, "Oh, I love them," right, and about an artist, right? Mm. I use this example. Uh, uh, a friend of mine was like oh I love Miley Cyrus right and I'm like oh yeah what's your favorite song and what do you love about her and their response is oh she does so much transgender charity work and you know I love her style I'm like but you said you love her music but why, <laughs> why is the first thing you said not about the music I think it's the same way with him I think it's the image and the persona and like you know, he's kind of, like, dipping into this androgynous kind of thing, too. And I think that women are finally feeling comfortable to be able to say that they like more feminine men. Yeah. Um, yeah. And all that kind of shit. I think that, that that's the whole thing. But going back to Jada. Yes, let's let's Let's, let's, let's turn our Let's, our go, let's, go, back to al- let's <laughs> go back to al Jada. where she set it off for young August. All right? <laughs> uh, I think that she's just drawn to broken people, and I think that she thinks that she can kill people. At the same time though, I think that she enjoys a little bit of chaos and I think Will is just such a fucking square and, Thank you, and man. I think that I think that she's the type, I think that she was just like I dated the bad boy I'm gonna date this square nigga who just is just goofy and funny and he, he makes me feel nice about myself, he tells me nice things about myself but he don't get that flame going, you know, for mm-hmm. me to do some reckless shit you know, gotcha. he don't make her want to pull a left eye. Oh, burn the house down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but you know, but he a good guy. And he takes care of his kid. And him and his ex-wife are good, even though he wants to be back with his ex-wife. It's so obvious. But, like, <laughs> yeah, she made it work. And then I think I think time goes along, and I think this is real shit. When people do, I want that Will and Jay to love. And people romanticize their grandparents' relationships, Right. Mm-hmm. Them niggas
5: weren't happy. Either. No, they just didn't leave.
4: <laughs>
6: yeah, because they couldn't. Because bills had to be paid. These kids had to get through school and and it, shit is hard. Granddaddy going across and, town. And listen, my listen, he I'm got a second just, family. Listen, my grandparents, I love them to death. They did not have a perfect marriage. When you become older and you hear the family secrets, you're like,
4: How oh, the fuck she's saying? <laughs> that <laughs> damn shit. You know?
6: But you know, they stayed together, but it wasn't they weren't happy. They were just like, this is what you do. So I think that what we're learning is maybe monogamy isn't necessarily, you know, it. You know, staying with one person for the rest of your life is. Maybe it is. I don't know. I ain't judging nobody. But I think that it's very evident that they were the couple that was like, we're going we gonna to stay together for these kids. We're going to give these kids what they need. It helps most of our careers out because he helped her career out. Yeah. And like, at this a certain point where like, she helped him out with his image because like all the brothers were like oh he back Jada I ain't gonna front
3: yeah I was like I was proud I was (laughs) I was jealous yeah I was like god damn
6: cause it's like this old cornball (laughs) that nigga is a cornball (laughs) you (laughs) know it's Will (laughs) yeah and then you go and you go you go hi, and then like you know Will and Jada they had their kids their kids are grown naturally which is what a lot of people have been experiencing especially if like you're like millennial is that after you kind of go to college oh well, mom and dad get a divorce that's commonplace now you know yeah, what I'm saying like but I think for them you know Hollywood and money you know when you got millions and all that shit that's kind of tied together it's a little bit more difficult and I think that they probably are like they've been entangling and undangling and dangling and all that
5: shit probably so way before August so the thing that I think about them is that I don't know if they like love love each other, but you could tell like they really do like one another. It's like so a best, can, Yeah, it's like, a, like best a best friend thing. Like you like they can like be around they each they're other. They're homies. Yeah, they're real good. Think about
3: it. The image of the Smith family, right? That's what's over nearly twenty plus years of them being together. They got two successful kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's not forget about Trey. Okay, so you know <laughs> 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 when we were talking about like Willow writing pocket letter And we were talking about Jaden calling uh, Tyler the Creator. yeah. (laughs) I was like, you see, there's a reason why just the two of us was about Trey. (laughs) Because that's the one he loves with the wife that he wants to be with. Now, you can't change my mind, but I do believe that there's more to the story that's being told. Meaning, I do believe that August... You tweeted that. Yes, it will... Didn't have something sexual. Um, I think that. I think that. Listen, I, I don't know. And it's not my business to, to speculate no because yeah. that's the thing about about you know the, you've heard the rumors about Will Smith. Yeah. And, and and Dwayne. Yes. And that's all they are. They're just rumors. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
6: look. A, a <laughs> I,
5: yeah. look, look, I suck dick. I know when <laughs> I see somebody <laughs> suck dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo. Do you have the same feeling as him? I'm assuming. I, or same. Oh, belief. definitely. <laughs> okay.
6: <laughs> Thank you. Listen, to me, it's just like, I, but that's like one of the things that was crazy to me when I became like an adult. Like, so we're talking like eighteen or like twenty, realizing that like a lot of the shit that I that we thought was what we thought was not true. swinging open relationships arrangements mistresses that's so common yes Yes. you know and I think and also like realizing that sexuality is a construct and it's so fluid and like a lot of men have done something whether it's jerking off with their homeboy or whether it's watching a homie smash smash a girl or something to that effect have done something where it would have involved another male I'm not saying I'm not calling yourself what you want to call yourself I don't care. Call yourself a fucking lollipop. I don't give a fuck. But I just think that in a lot of these marriages, like, they open up together and then, like, you experiment. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I just think that, I just think that, like, for, like honestly, this is none of my business and I really don't care. But I think what's funny about it is just, like, do you? Like, this is what we now know is normal. Like, yeah, she had an open marriage. Yeah, she had an and an entanglement. Uh, and I think that I think that the thing about August is, I mean, August is I don't feel is a hundred percent straight either. But like, I think that he, I think that how do I put it? These folks needed each other at a time,
5: and they were there to help each other.
6: And they helped each other in different ways. Mm-hmm. Is there an element about what Jada did that is predatory and? she should kind of reflect on how there was, like, a kind of, like, weird, abusive power kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. When
3: did Jada Pickett-Smith become the authority for, like, healing? That's what I want to know. The like, show. The show. But what is it about... Okay, so I because remember, What is it about the show
5: that... She would always bring people down to the red table. Nah, <laughs> it was... it was. I'll I pinpoint
6: I'll pinpoint two moments okay. where Jada Pickett-Smith became uh, God, I guess. Um... Number one is when people found out that Oprah ain't shit. Like okay. The Harvey Weinstein shit. Okay, right. okay. Over what? I mean, people have been losing faith in Oprah for the past ten years.
5: I never had it. But I mean, I had a little faith until you know when but she start when she started going so hard at rap. I'd be like, damn, what is wrong with you? Well, not it was like it was like okay, so you got to think about it this way, and this is where
6: I get a little tenfold and half conspiracy. All right? Oh no, this is, this is shit right here. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. So
5: to me, I, to me, like, I uh, don't shoot me. Uh, I, I feel like Oprah
6: sometimes can be an argument can be made that Oprah is a tool for white supremacy. Um okay. Harvey Weinstein uh, and the definite connection that she does have to that. Number two, her being so forceful in the takedown of Michael Jackson multiple times. She did. Um, yeah. Into yeah. which, time and time again, not guilty, not guilty, no evidence. Uh, and then, especially with the Finding Neverland thing, they lied. which which, which which they straight up admitted to yeah, lying. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. And, and uh, to me, her platform has always been used to the masculine... Masculized, uh black men uh, you know and I remember when I think it was Toni Morrison uh, her husband like came out of the closet and she made it a big spectacle uh, something like that on the show this was years and years ago or Terry McMillan one of them had a gay husband whatever so I think that she is a tool for white, su- uh, white supremacy and I think a lot of people are kind of like hip to this shit and then I think if anybody watches the Oprah show back it is very uncomfortable to watch it's very cringeworthy all right, so a space was open for a older black woman to be kind of like the the, the healer and the, all of that. Because mm-hmm. people, I mean, women watch Oprah to feel good about themselves and to feel like there is hope or whatever the fuck. Um, and then when Jordan Woods got fucked over by the Kardashians mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. cheating shit, yeah. Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith swooped in to save homegirl. Yeah, they, they did, and then people were like. Ah girl Jada Cause everybody wants that Will and Jada love I, and, yeah, okay. and Jada saved the day For that Jordan girl And clear her name So that everybody was like Oh Red Table Talk is for real Like healing does happen And that's what started it
3: How you feel about that? Exactly <laughs> look, 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 No absolutely Cause like I've always been like I hate to say it I wrote in a poem and I'll be using Will and Jada as a picture. Oh, okay. But I use the imagery. You know what I mean? I, t- you know I mean? You know my style. I take the picture. I just go based off what the picture is. Yeah, you, right? you had a muse. Yeah, exactly. Now, at no point because I've done the same thing with uh, with uh, Lisa Bonet and Lenny Kravitz. I've done the same thing with uh, Three Stacks and Erica Badu. You know what I mean? It's the image of what people put as black love, right? It looks nice. It's a nice aesthetic. Everybody wants that afrocentricity look. You know what I mean? Now, with that being said, I've never looked at Jada Pickett Smith and was like, I need to heal. I need to learn from her. I need to learn something from her. She can spit put me on the game. No, man. Like, that's that you trying to look for a savior that's not really a savior. She admitted, like, at this point, when you admit that you are attracted to brokenness, go to a therapist. <laughs> A licensed therapist at that. And then you got Will Smith's cuck ass.
6: I felt so bad for that,
5: brother. I felt nothing. Yep. <laughs> yo, like, the one thing, like, you know how we were always saying, like, it's rehearsed. Like, there's just there times, <laughs> times, <there's laughs> a couple times where I was like, yo, I <laughs> can see the pain in his yeah, eyes. There
3: were... <laughs> like, if him being, well, like, being mad. I can
5: tell he just wanted to flip that <laughs> yeah,
6: and just be like, man, fuck you, dog. <laughs> I
3: really do, like, if, let's say it wasn't scripted, right? The fact that she used the word entanglement instead of calling it what it is, I think it's like entanglement. Mo- huh? It's like the most painful thing because it's like it's like he was crying beforehand. Well, now he was high.
6: Is that what yeah. it was? No, oh, no, he was-, his, he was high as fuck. I think this is I, I, the whole me, family gets high. So yeah, to, that's to, true. To, to me, this is what I think it was. I believe that they've had entanglements before, several.
3: Shout out to you, Mendez.
6: Um, yeah. Barbara Robbie. Right, yes. And Will's Dwayne entanglements. <laughs> I'm going to just leave that there. You know, you let, the, let the Scientologist <laughs> take your ass. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you right. Hey, what you
5: call it? Tisha Mari was talking shit in like one of the comments. She's like, I told you. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they've
6: had their entanglements. Yes. You yes. know, and Will's have been squared away. NBAs and all and Jada probably has taken care of hers the most but I do believe that the August thing probably she probably had a little bit of deja vu with you know Mr. Shakur yes. mm-hmm. and I believe that she was messy and I do believe that part of the situation from what I can read is that he probably wanted her to leave the marriage so desperately do you if, think she caught feelings for her to some extent yeah but she won't gonna leave I mean if you think about it that's the only man besides her husband she posted that many things of, And each of those photos, I keep... I'm not most of the drama some shit, but I was like, they look little too close to my life. Back in the day. Oh, we in all those
5: kids, I mean, all the pictures were like her kids. Yeah. Like the whole family Pool aspect. Yeah. Which to me,
6: I feel like Willow and Jaden don't give a fuck. You know, they're just like, yeah, our mom and dad are like fucking weird. They're fucking like best friends that have this piece of paper. I think that they're a lot more hit to the shit. Um, but, like, I think that she got caught up, and then she was like, I'm not giving up my bag for this guy <laughs> who, like, doesn't even get, like, Grammy noms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't... I hate
3: to say it,
5: too. Like, if only if he was more successful, he might have had a chance. Yeah. I mean...
6: I, I, that's a maybe. I, I, know. <laughs> I think it works for them. I think what they got works for them. They get the clout they the perfect family that's a that, I mean for black folk that's a huge thing the perfect marriage mm-hmm. yeah you know because especially another thing that helped her be this healing person was to take down of Bill Cosby because which I mean it's not a take down he, he did the shit but like the hoxtables are forever tainted
3: so I almost I almost posted a clip from the Cosby show which one? uh do you remember the scene where it was uh Denise and her boyfriend They were sitting on the couch And Cliff was in the back And they were listening To the reggae music Mm -hmm. he was like You go down And I said Hey man You remember that shit? Mm -hmm. I wanted to post that clip Because I love that clip But I was like It's not the same I was like It's got Bill in it And I was like I'm not (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Tainty I was like Damn They are tainty
6: you know, it's, 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 I think I think for them there's a lot of financial benefits to staying married versus getting a absolutely. And absolutely. I think that that's just they, and they just decided, look, we're gonna do this thing. I just think that she she made a bad entanglement choice, and the entanglement came back to bite.
3: Everyone and now they're
6: not in some shit.
3: <laughs> look, Jada, I'm a broken man. If you were listening, I'm here. I'm, I'm look. I love to go to barbecues. I'd sit at the red table.
5: I'm not against. Oh. I'm not against
6: the entanglement, not at all. I mean, to me, okay. I just, I just want to point out that, like, if we had to pick a good guy and bad guy, which there are starting a good guy and bad guys in these type of situations. I really was kind of heated that she couldn't just say it, and it was just like, it was just like
5: she, she, she used it as a cop out.
6: She tried to cop out. No, it, but it was just like it was so chicken shit. Man. It was just like you got caught. You know, it's none of our
3: business. You feel the need to do this, like she you, really did need to do this. She did like she, she did like did, they, they didn't need to explain themselves no and like people would have just moved on and
6: yeah you would have gotten some trolls which you're still gonna get regardless but you, if you're gonna do it just say you know what me and my husband weren't happy we opened our marriage up I got with August I realized that I be with Will I hurt August in the process I fucked up Hurt this man. He, I gave him false hope. I, I hope he does better. If she just would have just said that shit, we would have nothing to talk about. I'm only interviewing
3: for all this shit. Anthony
5: is <laughs> <After laughs> a weird motherfucker, man. Thank you. Yo, I did didn't... you see like all the questions? Like she got to just all the yeah. questions she asked. Just the ask the one question she really wanted to ask. That's always. the that's
3: the thing. <laughs> that's the, the, the you watched the whole interview. Like I didn't watch. I just watched. Yeah, I just today. watched. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like that's like this, this is old news. You know what I mean? Like, this ain't nothing new. I mean, to me, there's nothing
6: constructive that came from her asking the question.
3: No, because nothing mm-hmm. that Angelique asks is constructive. Well,
6: she's not, a, she's not, she has no journalistic integrity at all. I mean, expecting the Breakfast Club of all fucking people to have journalistic integrity or to be for the culture. I mean, when Charlamagne writes a book called Black Privilege, that's all you all you need to know. Uh, you know, but like, yeah, fuck uh, the Breakfast Club. Start problems. <laughs> Look, it's what
3: they do. Me and Embiid went to the same university. Oh yeah, you a university it. that I don't claim. I forgot
5: you were the Hampton. I did. You didn't have to say the shit. Oh, you did. Mike got to cut this one short. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Look, he doesn't he take pride in it. No, he at doesn't all, take pride. At
3: all.
2: Who are you texting?
0: My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep.
1: With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in-store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide, or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. Spa Finder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to SpaFinder.com slash podcast15 to save 15%, or enter the promo code podcast15 at checkout.
3: But, uh, look, I ain't got nothing else to say on Jill, 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 Jill. Jada Will. I just, you know, I hope everybody's happy. Yeah. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. but I wish the best for everybody. I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm about to say I'm a positive I try yeah. to wish the best for everybody. Uh, y'all want to keep it back on, still on culture shit, or do you want to switch on switch to wrestling? Culture. Culture. I guess we got to gotta talk some sad news real quick, man. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You could have told me it was going to be sad. I asked you. I asked you. <laughs> you you should have been like, it's sad culture shit. No. no I didn't know. Not... Do you want to switch? No. Go ahead. We All got right. to. Talk. All right, Naya Rivera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I you know I'm, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say that like the, like the only way I knew Naya Rivera, especially when I saw like everything unfolding, is I'm sure I was like I know the face and I know the name, and then I was like oh that was she dated Big Sean, and I knew she was on Glee, but I never saw I've never seen Glee, mm-hmm. so but where you know the story in itself. We're only two months out from what happened to Shad Jack. Gaspar, and you know they they finally found her body, and she used her last bit of strength to save her son. And I, you know, I don't know if y'all watched Glee. I don't know how if y'all can talk more about the impact of Naya Rivera, but it, it's incredibly it's sad, man. It's it's a sad. You know what I mean? It, I'm, I'm a very big believer in um, like those moments that get frozen in time and the last tweet, the last picture she had was her and her son. And that's you know, and th- the same was with um, Shannon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's devastating, man. Like, you know, just seeing like the tweets and the impact that she had on people, man, it's it's beautiful. You know, 33, 33 years old, you know, such a young life, you know what I mean? But she, she, she transcended as a hero, you know what I mean? Like, so I, you know, I don't know if y'all, if y'all have any more to, to add to that, but like I said, it's... Um, the one thing I'll say is that,
5: like, the hero thing, like, her son will get to grow up knowing, like, how much like his mom loved him mm-hmm. like her final act was to save him yeah and it's an incredibly sad story um and I wish nothing but the best to her loved ones and family and anyone that uh loved her um uh, she was an amazing actress from what I from what I've seen cause I, I, I've seen a few episodes of Glee. amazing and, singer yes yeah. um I remember she used to be on uh, a I, I, couple spots when she was a, a child actor um I see, I think she was on Tang. Was the um,
3: Family Matters? I know she did. Yeah, she did
5: Family Matters. When, uh, was it Smart Guy? The Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah Smart oh, Guy. that's that tweet he, or that picture, he did, the Instagram post. All mm-hmm. oh, that was sad. That Damn was it. sad, bro. Yeah, and I
5: saw a video of uh, her and um, Red Fox when she was younger. Yep, yep. And I was, I was just incredibly sad. Story. Um. So Lee
6: came out when I was a freshman in high school. So uh, Damn, Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah Well you said you was twenty five Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> <I was> like,
6: <laughs> <"Whoa>, <laughs> yeah. So Glee came out when I was a freshman in high school and I watched it and me and my homegirl, shout out to Claudia Almazo. Uh, we went to high school in Harlem and um, we watched Glee and you know uh, part of part of my friend's journey to figuring out her queerness was through Naya Rivera, like mm. that character in particular. She's also a Latinx. And I just I just you know, I mean her contributions through the acting, you know, was like worth noting, right? But it's just like one of the things that I kinda feel bad about is that like when someone passes, especially when you're an entertainer, the first thing is about like how you affect everybody else and not yeah. about you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I kinda felt it was kind of vulgar for me, you know, for anyone to kind of talk about her acting. I mean, this woman just, she died so tragically, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Her kid, you yeah. know, I think about her kid because, yeah, her, her, her to your point, her kid's going to know that, like, my mom loved the shit out of me and mm-hmm. she sacrificed herself. But that's also going to fuck him up.
4: Mm-hmm. That's going to He was f- yeah. four? Four. Four.
6: Four. And mm-hmm. people are like, he's not going to remember. Nah, that's bullshit. You're going to remember that shit. Mm-hmm. And you saw the shit, you know. And that's the last time you saw your mother. Like, that's... That's that's heavy, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that the kind of thing is that, like... You know, we kind of just, like... Oh, yeah, she's here, blah, blah, blah. But it's, like... We got to think about the living... And in particular, her son. Because he's going to need all the help he can get. I hope he get in therapy now. Mm-hmm. Because if he don't... Oh, This kind of thing can manifest into a lot of shit that's not healthy. And, you know... So, I I... I am very sad. You know, I think she's a hero for saving her kid. Um, her last action is phenomenal. Um, I feel bad, you know. Uh, and I, and I, I hope that, you know, she's feeling peace. Mm-hmm. At least knowing that, like, her kid, you know, because she probably didn't even know if her kid made it on the boat, you know. Mm-hmm. She just pushed it, and then she got swept up. She probably don't even know, but I hope that she's at peace and whatever the afterlife is for her, she knows that her kid made it you know, safe and hopefully it's well taken care of. Absolutely. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, RIP and I ever
3: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So We just take a quick quick moment of silence like we always do. Okay. All right. Let's get back to some some happy shit. Last week NXT. Hey, Mr. Keith Lee, double champ. Yeah. Now, going start happy. I'm just gonna deflate all your dreams and hopes. Oh, guys, I, already know uh, yes, I know what you're gonna say. Yes, sir. I know you Now, keep Lee. Now, look. Now, first of all, undisputed, error done on NXT. I think so. Yeah, they, well, got they have nothing else to prove. Now, what is your Adam Cole might be done with WWE. Period. Is that still a thing? I don't think he signed on. I? I don't know. I uh, but I, I have no idea. I I don't know either. Yeah. I mean, I think I, you know, I think he'd be a good fit, like on Raw. Like you know, what I mean, like war but you're I mean, not caring about these white people right now talk about our black excellence our black king Keith Lee double jump. well deserved man well deserved amazing match if dude. dream ain't fuck up then this this would be his moment but it's not his moment it's Keith's. nah and he, de- he deserved that shit yeah I mean great match great match damn sure better than fucking Jericho and Orange Cassidy
5: that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Your face was supposed to be killing me, bro. I'm uh, <laughs>
6: Not a fan of a fifty-year-old. Um, no, Jerry Jarrell mm. was showing his ass
3: lately. Yo. <laughs> All the opinions.
6: <laughs> and more ways to one, my brother. Oh shit. Mm. Um, I. I mean, I'm happy for Keith Lee. Yes. It sucks that it's in an environment where he doesn't get the Fans you know, yeah. cheering and everything like that. And I. You know, you know, I applaud him for, you know, when shit got heavy with the George Floyd shit, you know, showing his support, even though the company he works for did 17 camera cuts so that they couldn't see the Black Lives Matter on his back, uh, you know. Uh, I, I, I appreciate him for trying, you know. Uh, I hope that he gets a run, I hope <laughs> that he, he gets an opportunity to do something, you know, I, oh, I, 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 I hear the tick tock, you, know? <laughs> you know, we kind of know, know how these stories end for our brothers, our white savior, you know, we, 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 we know, uh, and his white woman, you know, we, we know how these things go, but look, man, uh, D-E-T. <laughs> D-E-T, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm tired of seeing that. I mean, our man Cole, eight seconds, fuck, like, you know. But listen, w- one of the greatest stories ever told, and they, that's how you ended. But you know and, what? Here's the here's the here's fucked up thing about that. It's true to form,
5: right? They cool told the
6: story it. the right way. Yeah, you know, all, that's what happens. We get a little bit of stuff. They go, <laughs> <laughs> that's that shit away. I mean, but like at the same time, I'm a, I'm gonna put it this way. I'm gonna kick it to you this way. For anyone that was surprised by that I really question not your intelligence but like your ability to pay attention. If a, if, a, if a network like Fox acquires a professional wrestling product and they pretty much call the shots about what they want to see on the, the, the TV shows. Hurt. A black man with dreads who has it with pigtails who talks about pancakes and booty versus a big, big, big Aryan man how the fuck you think they're gonna God want that
3: God shit damn. to go? Comin' area, man.
6: How the fuck you think they're gonna want that shit to go?
5: Real quick, so you know. But
6: respect, <laughs> to Kof, respect to Kof, respect to Kof, respect to Keith Lee. I, 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 I hope he has a great one. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna be positive. Oh, I hope he does. Okay. I hope he does because if I if I stay too real about the shit that I'm gonna be like, oh the fuck am I doing this shit myself? Well, yeah, Let yo, me yo, be real for you. Oh it. no, we're gonna pause for just. Oh one okay, second.
5: Go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Pause for one second. So. I remember when we was watching uh Kofi win at WrestleMania. Like we was really happy. Tears. Oh, and, then, Tears and then and then but there was like a moment we sat there because we was like, wait. Brock's about <laughs> to come <laughs> out <laughs> and like FI this nigga and it's a rap. <laughs> That's
6: I it. mean, I remember I remember being surrounded by black wrestlers and like men that I know had done some crazy shit. Revolt, re- re- revolt themselves into children. Crime. Oh. Fetal positions. Cause you just they, this never happened before. No, mm. like I, with all due respect to Dwayne Johnson, no, this is different. Uh, well, to me, this is what I'm saying about The Rock. The Rock has shown its true colors in a, a lot of different ways, and I don't believe that you can pick and choose when you want to be black. Mm. And I think that that that's just some real shit. That's real, right? That's real. That's just some real shit. You can't pick and choose when you want to be black. Now. Because there's momentum behind it, and now it's the national conversation. You talk about being black. Now but you want then, to a But, then, but then you on, you on, you on, which was him trying to see if he could become president. Of the United mm-hmm. States. But uh, you know, but 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 before you were saying, well, I just think I'm Samoan. I, I, it, like being documented, just being like I'm Samoan, and like in my opinion, I don't know why this conversation is happening. Samoans are not black. Mm-hmm. He's black because his father's Rocky Johnson, who is a brother. But the Samoans and the Usos, like they're not black. I don't know. What, I don't understand that. That black fishing
3: going on over there, but you know, is that a, that's a conversation that eventually I don't think nobody, nobody
6: yeah, wants to, yeah, have, nobody cause wants to fuck, touch it
3: because we fuck with them,
6: because we, we like with
3: so them. let's fuck let's, let's bring it up right now. <laughs> do this, do like the group, like the Usos. Do they get a pass off of the band that they 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 do dress in black aesthetics? You know what I mean. Their voices, one, yeah. voices. One is married to a black woman. You know what I mean. Do they get a do they get a pass? Yes. Yes.
5: But why? Is, it, is it right? No. But then why should do we, we call them out on it? Yes. I mean, I,
6: I mean, it gets oh. more uh, to me. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna put it this way. They pass as black. Yeah. Yeah. They pass as black, and they use that to
3: their advantage. Because if you think about it, I, I think a lot of people forget the like the way that the Usos when they originally were brought up on the main roster, like they were very in the Samoan. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yes
6: and no. When they first came out, they weren't doing, like, the the, the so, tribal... Yeah, thing. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah they were. Are, they, they came out to that stock because it's like... Dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, dun, like, you hear that shit on every fucking, like, reality show on, like, Wii or vh one shit, <laughs> you know? And they came out like that, and I thought they were black at first, because I thought Rikishi was black when I was a kid. I thought the same thing. And then I realized that he was not. hmm yeah. Is this it? Yeah. Hey. So I'm like, all right, all right, these are, these are some brothers with some long braids and shit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, them tattoos look like Umaga's tattoos. Oh, 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 they had the, the. Oh, they're Samoan. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just a kid. I was like, okay. But, like, you know, I, I think that there is something to be said about the Samoan black connection in wrestling. And I think that, you know, if you're black and Samoan, I. I, I I'm going to put it this way. I don't know if y'all see this clip, but Tiffany New York Pollard was on the, the, the show, this really bad show called The Next 15. And she... Is she still around? Yes. yes. Word.
5: National treasure. Uh, I'm about to say, I see her. She's on Twitter. Oh, really? Uh, and, no, that's
6: what's up. But there was this woman named Laura Govan who is Hispanic and black, I think. And she was like, I don't understand why there's not enough white, people, not white, light-skinned people on the show. And uh, New York shut that shit down and I remember this quote and it sticks with me when I think about race issues especially uh, within the black community it's like stand in all shades of your blackness Mm -hmm. and The Rock does not do that no no. The Rock does not do that and I mean he was at the RNC multiple times but you know he was paying attention (laughs) you know and to me it's just like maybe he he, like listen I got some real shit maybe he was taught to feel shame about being black you know I'm not saying that his mom said to him growing up, Your daddy ain't shit, his black ass, you know. I ain't saying that that happened. I don't know that happened. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Maybe he was taught from the wrestling business to hate being black until it was profitable. You know, I'm not gonna talk about how he feels inside. I'm gonna talk about his actions. And his actions are that he picks and chooses to acknowledge black? his blackness. Yeah. And, and and to me, like if I was the first black WWE champion, I would be damn proud of it. Screaming from the mountaintop. Yeah, and I would be active in my community and using my platform and all this kind of stuff. And it's kind of like he's really content with his proximity to whiteness. And he doesn't want to disrupt that only when he feels like he was backed into a corner, which nobody told that nigga to do that eight minute video that I did not watch
4: mm-hmm.
6: about the shit because it was so disingenuous. You know, like, bro, if you just, if you. Don't fuck with being black. Then stay in your lane, but don't, don't come back and forth because black folk have this like this this really sad, like, wanting of belongingness and like yeah. feeling like yeah you got me mm-hmm. amongst our own. And he just was just like, I'll show my ass.
3: The rock got, got that OJ vibe. I was about own. to say the same thing. He's got that OJ like you know. <laughs> you know what? Mean? That's like, really yeah. true. I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
5: I'm he not. thinks he like transcends his blackness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what he thinks. Because if you
3: think about it, uh, think about when he joined the nation, right? And at no point in his... Think about the, the, the gimmick of the nation, the domination. Then think about when The Rock came in. All that like pro-black militant, militant shit they were doing, it dwindled down. In fact, he fought with Farouk about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? The Rock... I, and like I said, I'll forever say about Dwayne Johnson we were saying it before here Dwayne Johnson the person that you see on those things that's his PR team mm-hmm. the PR team does a good job on showing you oh this is this great guy right here but I know there's something more to it no black person just willingly gets a house in Charlottesville I don't care how nice of a, of a farmland it is you Called it that Charlottesville shit about man yeah but you yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like,
5: oh, nah. Like, uh, like Billy said earlier, like we already know what a uh, political party he went. Yeah, you already know his. Uh, where he thinking? Um, where his thoughts like, are going? Like I saw someone his...
3: like I know, and I know it's a joke. But I saw somebody put a picture of a rock hey, man, and man, Mick, and Mick Foley. Foley. I'm like, yo, this is not a fucking game. This is not a joke. You know what I mean? We in the midst of probably the worst period that as you know, black men, black women, that we've experienced, and it's not gonna get better. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm not laughing at a joke at the Rock being president or the idea of the Rock being president. I'm not laughing at the joke of Kanye West being president. This is not a fucking game. That's dumb shit ever. I mean, we live in we living in a time where
6: we live in a time of some serious shit where the where the, the, the woman who is in charge of navigating the education and the future of our country that's a said it was okay for fifteen thousand children to die. And she said, and and she said it. She's a fucking idiot, anyways. But like, she said it with this, like, not even understanding the gravity of it. Like not, mm-hmm. like, 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 just not, n- no comprehension of okay. like what she said. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, oh, you know, but you know, zero point zero two percent of you know. And I'm just like,
5: it's a lot of people.
6: Yeah, that that's, <laughs> and, and it's like, but what if that? What if one of those fifteen thousand is like your niece? Your nephew, because you know, with Republicans, this is just the way it is in my experience. You have to personalize every issue for them, for them together. Mm-hmm. That's your, ne- ne- your niece, your nephew. That's your fucking kid. Like, is it, is it, is it, now you want to shut shit down? The rock and the and, and the E thing, somebody got to take that brother and put him in the cell for a little bit and, and figure out how to help him fall for divorce. Cause i i will always have a special place in my heart for Diddy. I I, I I know that makes me sound stupid
4: no,
6: but you know I because i i i i understand why he is the way he is i see it, it it's so obvious why he is the way he is because he, he lost his compass when his mother died he lost his compass yeah, yeah. and now that's that compass in his head is just spinning Spin it, spin it, spin it, spin Don't know spin And I that's all is. this shit he's doing. I, I understand why he's doing it, but like, you know, dealing with an enabler who use you for your, your big black dick and your fucking nice, because he's a handsome man and you have nice kids. And clout for her being like a muse, you know, she used that and she don't give a fuck what happened to you. She don't give a fuck. You know, so th- this shit's not funny. The Rock, I don't want The Rock to be my president. I would, I, you know... I would like for for the next person who's going to lead this country to be somebody with a brain, with experience, you know, I think it's time for us to make constitutional changes to the requisites of being the president of the United States, you know, mm-hmm. and I look forward to the day AOC turns 35 years old, because I will be voting for her and campaigning for her, because I think she's a very intelligent person very cool. who has the balls mm-hmm. to, to, to change some shit. Yeah. You know, and I hate that I gotta wait seven more years,
5: something like that, but, like, hey. Yeah, I don't think she's 30 yet, right? Nah, nah, she's, she's not. not. Like, the crazy thing about, like, Betsy DeVos uh, was, because I think in the same th- in like the same speech she gave, like, she was, she said, yeah, we should reopen schools, but don't act, like, didn't have a plan of, like, how to safely do it. She's like, oh, they'll figure it out. That's, yeah. she, that's basically all she said. Like, oh, I don't mean, figure it out. I mean, and because, because,
6: this administration, more than any other, is basically just somebody picking a bunch of yes-men and doing favors for people. <laughs> Linda McMahon, you know? Right. Like, 18 million. Listen, listen, listen. What happened with WrestleMania this year is on some fucking John Gotti mafia shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it blows my mind that that happened. In plain sight. and And that it's like, federal crimes are being committed in front of us but that's just the way it is you know and like I mean yeah we got a Wrestlemania whoopty fucking woo but 30 people who work for that company are fucking sick you know and we don't know what's going on at the AEW they could be lying but the shit too we don't know I hope mm-hmm. not I got friends that work down with them niggas that die mm-hmm. you know but, but, but you know we living in some crazy times and I just think that we need to hopefully, as a country, do what we gotta do so that whoever wins this presidency coming up, you know, listen, we voted between two rapists. It is what it is, you know. But we gotta, like Angela, Angela Davis said, "I'm voting for the person who will bend at my will the easiest." Mm-hmm. Real shit, real shit, and that's definitely uh, that, that and that's day? what I will be thinking of in the. Polls. And for you
3: me niggas that disrespecting Angela Davis, man, y'all need to check your tone a little bit. I don't understand how bring that shit all the way. All down. the shit she's done, and
5: this is you just want to talk like crazy to her. because because social media promotes virtual signaling, mm.
6: and I think that people feel like okay, so I don't, I, so I have friends on all kind of political spectrums, and I'm not This one as this one as person was like if you're not a hundred percent lined up with what I believe in, I can't fuck with you. Mm. I have friends, who, I don't have Trump supporter friends, thank fucking God, but like. I have friends who vote conservatively but who have voted, you know, Republican. Who vote Republican but recently have voted because yeah. they don't represent, you know, they don't they, mm-hmm. they don't fuck with that. Listen, I'm not going to sit there and go with you line by line every Republican talking point. No. But like if you believe in basic human rights for black people and my right as a gay man to get married and like, you know, basic shit, all right, we can have a conversation. But anyways, um I feel like I lost my point. That happens a lot on this show. Yeah. We're um, usually intoxicated, though. <laughs> oh, but just, just... When it comes to the whole Angela Davis thing, social media promotes this, like, idea that you can present yourself as this, like, morally upright person who makes no mistakes. Mm. And not... And, and I think that one of the things that is so fucking frustrating, and this is what happening what happens in wrestling a lot, um, is that there's no space for nuance. Mm. There's no space... I mean, you have 240 characters... To make an argument about something that requires a three, four-hour conversation—real shit. Absolutely. Like understanding why a person like Angelo Davis would vote for Joe Biden—it's not something I can say in two tweets. No, no, you know, but but her, you know, and and these people thinking like, oh yeah, well fuck her, fuck her, you know, she did, she that. But it's like my question and response is: so what do you have planned? What do you want to? What what can you do that's possible to create the world you want to see? And they never have an answer for it, And also, it's like, is it their job to? Not necessarily, but if you're going to talk some shit, I need a solution.
3: Let me get behind something. Man, like I said, I've always said that if you ever want to see the coward in somebody, you check the yes, the comment section of something. Because they'll always piggyback off what the person is saying. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. You see something's trending, so therefore it's his popular opinion. Right. You don't. Have a, a, you know, a thought of yourself in order to engage in that type of conversation. I hate Maybe. Twitter. I hate pe- I hate people. I, I really do. I, I, I a, mean, I have a strong dislike. I like people. I have a look. You're the <laughs> optimist one of this team. You absolutely correct. I just my lately is like okay. So the Nick Cannon thing, right? Mm, Today, shit. Yeah, <laughs> the Nick Cannon thing is the perfect example of people not really having the... I'm not going to say they have the ability, because like I said, the interview's been out for two weeks. You don't take the time to correct your own sources. You know what I mean? Did you watch the interview? Uh, So I saw a clip, and my thoughts on the whole thing is, he's
6: not wrong, and uh, a lot of willful ignorance. His wording was shit, but I believe that he's doing everything he's doing for a greater purpose. Right. And I think it's so that he can he is taking the heat to break his chains.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: When you have contracts that are ironclad, there are very few clauses to get out of them.
3: Yeah.
6: Hate speech... It's one. is one. It's one. He ain't gonna beat up nobody. He ain't gonna rape nobody. He ain't gonna do no... He ain't
5: trying rape. to catch no charge. Right. Yeah.
6: But he gonna say some shit that they know is enough that they have to. Because a lot of these companies play these games with these people that they sign these... I mean, a lot of these contracts are long and really confining things, but, like, what he did was he beat them at their own game. Now, the thing about it is, sheeple are going to think that, you know, his middle name is Adolf. But, like, there is something to be said about the fact that we don't talk about black Hebrews whatsoever. At all. There is something to be said. And also, like, the whole Farrakhan and that connection, doing the particular... Place in podcast and interview he did he did that very intentionally because he you know go back to Public Enemy but you know, that's, so but has,
3: you see but the crazy thing is like to and at least I from what I've seen this ain't even the wildest thing Nick Cannon's ever said he said that, worse that's what I'm saying and like that on was, that podcast yeah that's what I'm saying <laughs> that Cannon class like if you go like a year or since he's been doing it and I don't know if it's just because. Nick Cannon is starting to, like, like, whatever tapped into his brain of, like, learning himself, learning truth. You know what I mean? Like, he's been an unapologetic guy on his podcast. I feel like he's been an unapologetic person for a good while. But, and you know what I mean? And maybe this is not the platform to say it. But it's, it's like there's trigger words that all you need to say is one thing. And then they on your ass. And then they on your ass. Well, because because we have re- Twitter
6: and social media, but Twitter in particular has recreated the, the, the witch
3: hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the witch trials. Because think about it. Think, and I was thinking about this earlier. It's not a coincidence that the same slot Terry Crews is in, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, was the same slot that Nick Cannon was in. What you mean? Like America, America what was the show. America's America. got talent. Yeah. American, Nick Cannon was the host, and he said
6: yeah. he, he said saying some stuff, and they were like, "You gotta go." And yeah. he also was speaking out.
5: As yeah. Well. And mm-hmm. then
3: look who you slut in that position, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you get rid of her, and you got Terry Crews, yeah. who didn't help, who's loves to tap dance. I'm saying, it. <sighs> you oh know, no, he's no, no, say no, I'll say it. Say, uh, I'll uh, say uh, it.
6: That <laughs> nigga's a <are> coon. <laughs> oh. I'll Absolutely, say it. I'll say it. Absolutely, and, and and I don't use that word often. No, you have to earn it. But to I look at me, it. he's given me a bountiful uh, amount of examples as to why he he uh, he gets it. He just doesn't want to apply it to himself because he don't want to risk his bag. Mm-hmm. I think he's aware, and I think he's smart, and I think he knows what's going on because in order to work around those white. Tables and those white groups and those circles, you gotta be smart, especially if you're a brother. You, got, you have to? Mm-hmm. You have to be very cerebral. It's that whole playing the game. And he knows what he's doing is fucked up, but he's amassed for someone who's not particularly talented, who's not particularly special, who doesn't contribute a goddamn thing anywhere. He has amassed an incredible amount of fame and fortune for the simple fact that he's a very muscular black man that is, you know, attractive and that has been his gift that he has and has worked towards and probably inject shit for for the white gays Ooh. G-A-Y-Z-E Ooh. in Hollywood because that shit's real Ooh. Um, and, and he weaponizes that attraction against other black folk mm. and will continue to do so and thank God Chance the
5: Rapper I was about to say you know, I was like, but boy, was off here. Like, I was
6: like, I was like, you know, you performative as fuck anyways, but like, Chance you, ain't, was like Whoa. you ain't this, you know, because I, I think Chance the Rapper's full of shit too, but, you know. Man, do you, yeah. <laughs> you have time? But, 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 you know, I was just like, you know, you, you, you ain't this though. Yeah. I'm glad Chance was just like, I'm not.
5: He realized that he's like, yo, <laughs> wait, I'm aligned with Terry Cruz Agrees oh, with, no. with me? Oh, nah, oh, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. wrong. he oh. <laughs> oh, came from that hill quick,
3: and I truly believe Nick gonna be fine. I really do. Nick is rich as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I think he's working
6: on creating his own streaming service. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of that. I believe that he had to do what he had to do in order to create the, the lane that he's going to pave. Because you know, like I said. Bill Cosby is guilty of his crimes. Period. But the things with Bill Cosby didn't start coming to light until after he had stated his intention to purchase NBC. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is still in some circles of the elite black folk and a, a real desire to create a major media platform, because BET and the mustard all the ketchup. Uh, for black media. It's owned by white people. You know, and well, Viacom, hello. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. I come from New York to say that, shit, I come from New York to say that, I'm going to just leave it at that. Shit. I come, I come um, from New York. I was waiting. You know what, I come from New York and it's, and, and, and we always had Rosh Hashanah off and Yom Kippur off but we never had Kwanzaa off. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's the real shit. I mean, that's, mm. real, talk. that's you know, real talk. You know, you mm. know. I'm going I'm to leave it
5: at that. That's enough.
3: I'm going to leave it at look, that. Look, I'll take a step further, right? Like I said, the person that Nick Hannon's is interviewing is Professor Griff. Professor Griff was the Minister of Information for Public Enemy, mm. right? Now, let's think of the, the context of that time, right? This is 1980... 88. 88. 89. Public Enemy? Like, here's the thing that I never understood, When they said N.W.A. was the most, you know, that's a group that scared white people. In my mind, Public public Enemy enemy was the group (laughs) white (laughs) people should have been scared of, right? There's that whole generation of, like I said, the 5%ers, you know, Nation of Islam Mm -hmm. members that gravitated because at that same time, Farrakhan started bubbling back up, Mm -hmm. right? So Professor Griff dropped knowledge whenever he could about you know, black Israelites, black Hebrews, stuff like that the interview in question that got him in so much trouble that was considered anti-Semitic all he did in the interview was state the the person asked him who's in control of the the music industry who's in control of the film industry Mm -hmm. if you know the general consensus, there's six major media organizations that control that whole entity right, and they are all Jewish owned, right that's all he said. Now, he said he said some wild shit in, in later years, but it was enough for Chuck D to fire him. And it's funny because one of the elders that I used to roll with knew Chuck D. And he was like, yeah, that person that you see, that's not the real Chuck D. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know Chuck D. but Like in a good way or in a bad way? In a bad way. Okay. Yeah, in a bad way. But to me, it's like going back to those trigger words. Like I said, it's very easy for them to throw Nick Cannon in the fire because they don't want black people in positions of power. Like I said, Nick Cannon is a powerful dude. You know what I mean? We mean you know, yeah. and I'm, I am not gonna sit here and admit I have cracked jokes on Nick Cannon plenty of times. I think it's, we all have. It's fun to do. He cracked jokes and stuff with his. That's what I'm saying. Does he have great songs? Yes.
4: Eh.
3: Don't do that. That's a stretch. Hold on, eh. hold on, goddamn! I'm gonna put. I'll play some shit for you. Eh. I, just, what dude, songs?
5: What songs? Huh? Please let me know. Gigolo that he did by himself. <laughs> I mean, the best part of the song is someone that we. We can't fuck with. He was spin on that song. <laughs> <laughs> he was spin on that song. You know song. how Cam felt about Tupac?
4: You <laughs> <laughs> was spin all- on that bro.
3: I, name another one, please. Don Peace. The song he did about his moms. That one Eminem does. Just stop. All right. Just stop. Just stop. But Just stop. anyway. <laughs> Go back to your greater point. Anyway. I forgot my, I forgot my <laughs> greater point. Now, I used to all that just to say Nick Cannon's got a great music career. Now, Nick is going to be fine, man. Like I said, it's it's unfortunate because it was like me and my brother were talking about, like, Wild and Out's now been canceled. And it's unfortunate because, like, those people are now out of out of work at yeah, the time. Be, you know what I mean? Which is unfortunate because Wild and Out introduced us to so many black comedians that got their shine, been getting their shine.
2: BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it.
1: People from social
3: media. Social media gave battle rappers uh, a different avenue to get, Mm -hmm. you know, that mainstream money. But Nick Cannon from from going forward is now an enemy of the state. I don't think you will ever see Nick Cannon promoted on mainstream television. Not no time soon. I don't think at all. You don't think ever? No. Because, like I said, society will forgive you for certain things. Being anti-Semitic is not one of them.
5: What about Mel Gibson. But,
3: I know he's white. You know what was gonna i going to say? I know he's
5: white. <laughs> I, I just,
6: I just think that, I think that we, we're, we're going to hit a, a point where we're going to create our own individual uh, things to provide our self-content way and I think that Nick Cannon will be at the forefront of that Yes, and I think that
5: that is why he did what he did because he is not an idiot I know. you means. can't be an idiot if you marry Mariah Carey man <laughs> cool. hey he got that joint tattoo on his back and I'm all mad at him that's, that's his
4: mom <laughs> or
3: you know that's his baby mother yes Yeah. ex-wife yeah. yes Yeah. Yes. Two children. they get together Huh? You think they still get together? Entanglement. Too. Yeah. yeah I mean, they, okay. Just making sure. You know, just
6: you know, sometimes you get a vision of love. You know what I'm
3: saying? <laughs> like? Can we also talk about Nick Cannon's greatest movie? What? Well, love the thing? Yes, sir. Okay.
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I watched that John like for the first time in like years. No one ever talks about the fact that Christina Milian was 16 and a whole grown ass man.
5: Holy shit! I haven't seen that movie. I watched in, like, that thinking. shit and.
6: But yeah, she was like yeah. 16 in the movie. She she plays a 16 year old. Yeah, yeah. And the basketball player that like treated her like shit is like a grown man.
3: And I'm like, all right. So it's uh, funny you say that because have we, have we all seen Belly? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great movie. Amazing cinematography. Very. high Williams. Just kiss <laughs> <laughs> You remember the scene where Keisha called old girl up? When she pays them, mm-hmm. do you remember how old she said she was? No, she said she was sixteen. Oh, and then she said, you know, that she sucked his dick. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh, oh no, <laughs> oh no, this. Mm-mm. We let a lot of things go. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: uh, yeah. Damn, I haven't seen that movie in a minute. I'm gonna have to
3: watch that. What? Belly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's fucked up shit. <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> fucked up shit. You know what else is fucked up shit? And, you know, just the diverge and talk about ho-ass niggas. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Uh, New Japan fans here? I am. Nah. Nah, you know what? You don't know, New Japan?
5: Mm, <laughs> it's not for everybody. I feel you, man. It's not for everybody. <laughs> I... I, I, I. <laughs>
3: We'll talk about that all fair. I feel like there's more to uh, yeah. it. I'm going to say
6: this. They work hard. They, You know, they're athletic. But...
5: You sound like white people talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say my name. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm
6: going to just put it this way. I, I, I think that it's hard for me to like it when it's been so overly fetishized. For being greater than it actually okay. is.
5: Fair enough. When Fair to enough. me the greatest
6: right. Japanese wrestling would be the Joshi's in the 1990s. Like, talking I don't language right there. I, I <laughs> it, it it it, don't get much better than Bull Nakano versus Akira Hokuto. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, like I think that people think that what we see in well, now. Naomi Toyota
3: is the greatest women's wrestler. scratch that one of the greatest wrestlers. Top who did five. you have? You have Kubashi? Is that who? That, that was an ultra fan. Okay. Yeah, all Japan pro wrestling. It's just, it's just, it's just to me
6: what we watching now is like not in the same realm. You see
3: that that fetish, that fetishation of New Japan came from, and I, you know I truly believe that when the elite went over there, yeah, because New Japan. Like my introduction to New, like really watching New Japan was MVP. When MVP went to New Japan, I was like, oh man, I'm a big fan of MVP. I uh, somewhat like Japanese wrestling. Let me, mm-hmm. shit, let me watch this. You know what I mean? But, and then as time grew on, like, you know, I became a fan of Tanahashi. Okada was just starting to come up. Um, Balor was doing the same. Shinsuke. They they kept, when, especially when it came to what they brought from America, was very, like, that period was good. Then the Elite came in, and then it just, it became over- Because, like, my biggest gripe with New Japan has always been a repetitiveness. Like, if you watch, if you start at Wrestle Kingdom and you work your way through the year, chances are in every big card you'll see consistent rematches. To the point, like, it's like every Wrestle Kingdom they did a four way uh, junior tag match. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot of repetitiveness. But, um,. With that being said, right, they've tried. They're trying something new. They're trying something new. Evil is the new champion. He's a hoe because he just is, man. You don't don't beat him neither. First, you turn your back on him, you then you take his titles. That's not. I don't like that. Turn on LIG. Get your ass, nigga. That's a hoe for you.
5: I mean, I enjoyed it. Huh? I enjoyed it. I was shocked, personally. I didn't really think it was going to happen. Like, because I remember we, we we were sitting here. It was the semifinals about to start. Yep. And then I asked, I was like, hey, so Evil and... Uh, damn, I forgot. Who did... Uh, Evil and... um, It was Evil and Sonata. Evil and Sonata and then Okada versus... Himaru. Himaru. Yeah. And I was like, so Himaru and Evil? He was like, ain't no way in hell. And I was like, all right. Well, then, then it was... Uh, evil and Okada he's we like well I was half right and then he actually turned
3: on everybody which kind of surprising Like, I know this is all just you know scripted shit but I know a hoe when I see one and I know when a hoe does hoe things you know what I mean so you not good enough do the shit on your own you gotta play on my man's emotional state I feel bad for him real oh and yeah, I been yeah. going through it yeah
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch when I saw that shit I'm like alright
3: he's gonna it red eyes Yo, man, he was sad, but that's all. That's all I want to say. Just evil's a hoe. He's gonna continue to be a hoe as long as he has the title. He's the leader of the club now. I will give New Japan all the props in the world for trying something different, because they would have. They, they could have went a form, a formula, and put Okada. You could have went the predictable route with Sonada, mm-hmm. but they gave evil a shot. And I know, me personally, I don't think it's a coincidence that. His fiance just happens to be, pound for pound, the best women's wrestler Mm -hmm. in North America with EO. I don't think it's a coincidence, you know what I mean? I love the duality, you know, champion couples. You know what I mean? That's what's up. But don't get it twisted who wears the pants in that family. EO. EO? Yeah. Um, When
5: you first started talking, I thought you were going to talk about, like, your... uh your prediction, you thought everybody in L.I.G. was
3: gonna turn on. I still on. think that's gonna happen. It's I do okay. think everybody's gonna turn on NIDO. Except for Hebrew. I was going
5: to say you're Hebrew?
3: Yeah, no, no, not Hebrew. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I do tend to forget that, you know, not everybody watches New Oh, Japan. no, I do. Yeah. I'm well aware, though, no, yeah. everyone watches it. I
6: mean, I, I get why people fuck with it. It's not my favorite. Do you think it's
3: whitewashed? <laughs> mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Club had a lot to do with that. Yes. And keep in mind, right, to me, New Japan is not even the best Japanese company. Stardom? Stardom's two. Okay. Stardom's two. I think uh, Pro Wrestling Noah is one. Mm -hmm. It's like Pro Wrestling Noah, Stardom, All Japan. Depending on your flavor, DDT, because I'm not the biggest DDT fan, Mm -hmm. but... New Japan, like I said, I agree. New Japan has, has become very whitewashed in what they do. Uh, which heightened my hate for the elite. Yeah. You hate them too? I, oh, God. I'm very <laughs> indifferent to them. I, I they, They're hustlers and they hustle. You know, we're not, you know, we're not here to mess anybody's bag up. But I'm all for destroying their bag. Am I wrong?
5: I don't hate on them. I you. I know. I know how much you just dislike them, so it's cool. My only thing that I don't like that you do oh, is when they actually do something like,
3: like good. When do they do anything? I good? mean,
5: when they actually have like a good like match. You have you get give no prompts. No, don't do that. You've done it
4: twice.
5: I've done it more. You've done it twice. Examples. You did it for Cody and Dustin. And you did it for... I can't even think of the second time. I did it, it for the just... cage match. Okay. Yay. There you go. There you go. I give them props. Okay. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> they have more than the two times. It's tired,
3: not my fault know. that the Young Bucks are overrated. They are. Kenny's not as good as everybody says he is. I can't disagree. Yeah, I mean, it's not my fault. Oh, no. you just hate just, like, flows. It's got to be like water. You know what I mean? Like. I don't, I, don't see, I don't see any issues.
5: <laughs> I just, I understand you, my guy, so you good. I
3: appreciate it, man. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. As long as you. Ain't no hard feelings, anything. Thank you.
5: Thank you. That's fine. Oh, uh, listen. You just need, sometimes you just need your friend to remind you that, like, damn, you hate hating. Sometimes you Just, do, just a little bro. bit. Sometimes <laughs> you
3: do. Sometimes you do. And I guess we can finish up with this, man. It's been, uh, what, five years of the women's revolution? Mm. Thoughts?
5: Sasha Banks, the
6: best. Only five years? Is it a uh, legend? Yeah, that's like I, I guess. Have... Oh, Stephanie McMahon invented women's wrestling. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she like came in the middle of the ring. Was like, yeah, we're gonna have the women do the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna do the thing. They're gonna do the thing. And then we're gonna we're gonna.
3: What was the hashtag? Give Divas a chance. Yep. Yes. That was the hashtag.
6: Okay. Uh, I mean, I started off being a women's wrestling fan, so I think that's dope. Uh, they've done a lot of cool things. Uh, it's been cool to see Sasha Banks become, in my opinion, the best wrestler in the world. Um, I think she's incredible. It's been cool to see women like Naomi get their due. Uh, Bailey's transformation is fucking hilarious. She's having so much fun wrestling now, you can tell.
4: Yeah.
6: I love it. She's fucking nuts. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm a huge Becky supporter. I think Charlotte Flair is incredible. Uh, I think Nikki Bella is one of the greatest that ever did it. Let's talk about that bro. Let's pause. Let's Let's,
3: <laughs> let's, let's talk.
6: Right, I can score you. I can score you real
3: quick. No, no, no. See, but here's the thing: I don't dislike the Bellas. That, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I I've always said that I recognize their contributions. Like, I I do think they're worthy of like that Hall of Fame title. They're, they're very. But what do you think it is that people? Is it the Total Divas thing? Is it the the reality show? Do you think that? Have do you, have you ever heard the that talk that? They use their power, like the you know Nikki Day, and John Cena they What do you think the nature? If, if, if they use who they were fucking to get ahead, who the
6: fuck cares? Right, right. A lot of people have done that. Uh, Triple H did that shit. Everybody sucks his dick because he does a TV show that doesn't even draw a million people a week. Like, <laughs> why, yeah. why, why, why are we holding them to different standards? Because they're fucking women. Who gives a fuck if they did or if they didn't?
4: Yeah. You
6: know, to me, what makes the Bella Twins incredible workers, is that they used perception and created a reality for it. Mm. Okay, Including a TV show. I think the TV show was a great thing and it it introduced a lot of people that wouldn't like wrestling to wrestling. Mm -hmm. I think that they have created a lot, I mean they really do have a lot more credit than they get. They created avenues for women to have several uh, revenue streams while under contract with WWE. Mm -hmm.
4: That
6: wasn't heard of before. You know, you go back to, like, I remember the only example you could think of of a woman doing something outside of wrestling was China had a clothing line in 2000 called C9, I think. I did not know that. And, uh, yeah, she started a clothing line. I mean, like, flouts, but, like, uh,
5: she tried. You know, but, I mean, but
6: that was huge. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Lita wasn't even allowed to be in a band until she got out of her contract called the Lucha Gores. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now you have Carmella Has a Wine, Naomi released Records. Um Amber Moon does her Twitch. Amber Moon does Twitch. Uh so that's all she'll ever be doing for the rest of her life. Stop um uh, Becky Lynch is <laughs> Becky Lynch is going to be doing some movies soon. She signed with, you know, 7 Bucks Productions. Uh you know, uh Saw so, Billions. She did an amazing job in Billions. I mean, well, she you know, she she, she got that actor background, but mm-hmm. the Bella Twins have opened up a lot of doors for women to do other things. The reality show really allowed them to be able to go on other platforms like you know they were on Wild and Out and Ridiculous and Ridiculousness and all this other shit and um you know I think that uh they they used the fact that they got heat for just sexism and they created compelling wrestling television like one of my favorite things is if you watch Paige and Nikki Bella Money in the Bank 2015 where they did the Dusty finish. Oh, that was oh, great. And good. then they used the fact that one of them got a boo yeah. one of them didn't in the finish. Incredible storytelling. Or if you use the the when they were when they was leading up to her Nikki to lose the belt, and they did the thing on the raw where she would have tied the record, which was great timing. And they had they had this whole big thing where she like got this technicality. They did another dusty finish was great. But they did the dusty finish of Charlotte. And then it was like Stephanie came out and was like, You pinned the wrong girl and Charlotte was like you mean I'm not the champion and Nikki Bella's like like celebrating cause she like, cause she's a piece of shit who like gets to <laughs> keep her belt cause she like did some shit got caught up in some shit that she didn't even know she did and got disqualified now she gets to keep her belt and break this record like she's like fuck it like it's great shit her comeback was really good where she was having these incredible matches with, like Natalia.
3: uh she put over Carmella uh was that the twenty sixteen? Twenty sixteen, okay. Yeah. You know,
6: and, and, and it's like for a bunch of people that hate the bitch, you know, she got a huge pop in Brooklyn that night when she came back. That's right, she, she did, you know, did. and and then the you gotta give her credit for the story she did with the Miz and Maurice, and that was mm. I mean, it's a two way street, you know, and and you know, I always thought that Brie was good even before they had all of this stuff. I always thought she had ability as well. So I mean, Bella twins are you know they deserve their place but you gotta go way back I, I don't like this revisionist thing like Bailey and Suchwings were not the first ever women's acting team champions that's just so fucking disrespectful to the to the jumping bomb angels and all of the the, the, the teams Shit. that came before yeah. them you know and it's like the, and then I remember when how did how, think about how fucked up how fucked up this is right so WrestleMania 32 when they got rid of the term diva right mm-hmm. and Lena did the speech calling the, the red championship the first ever WWE women's championship that motherfucker was a women's champion. So yes. how the fuck is that the first ever? Like, think about how fucked up it is to tell somebody to be like, "Hey, you want to er- erase your legacy?" Yeah. yeah. So I'm not a big fan of this women's evolution thing. I'm really happy that they made it into WrestleMania. I'm, I'm happy for the strides that they've been able to accomplish, but I just think it doesn't have to be at the expense of erasing the legacy of so
3: many women. Do you think they mm-hmm. pick and choose when they want to like highlight that? Because it was like there was like a period. I think correct me if I'm wrong was not like last year where it just seemed like like they were kind of trickling back down to like women only on the like maybe like three minute matches they talked about it a little bit yeah yeah you know what I mean do you think they they pick and choose when they want to like spotlight women's wrestling
6: like nowadays yeah um because well, it's, it's it's i mean the women have been the best part of the quarantine era so, they, yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they have no choice but to use them now i think that they just don't i think that they, they they've done so much work they can't
3: reverse it now yeah like it, it is what it like, is like why do you think there, there hasn't been an evolutions too you know what i mean like oh uh, well, i know why <laughs> oh shit bro, I mean, yeah. so- who are you
0: texting my therapist you text with your therapist text video chat call yep
1: Don't let it be another knickknack nobody needs. Give something that will actually help the planet and delight someone you love. Plant a tree. With One Tree Planted, you can donate to plant trees as a unique holiday gift. And feel good knowing that your gift will help clean the air, filter water, and provide habitats for wildlife. Though sustainable this holiday season, your first tree is on us. Check out OneTreePlanted.org and use code HOLIDAYS to get your free tree. Then pat yourself on the back for the best gift ever
6: all. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna put it this way. Uh, it's all in the money. You gotta follow the money. Mm-hmm. The corporate website is your best friend. And it'll explain to you why a lot of shit you think, like, of course this would happen. It's not happening. I, I'm not gonna ruin my bag and say why, but okay. yeah, I, I I'll tell you off. So, I know. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it's all in the money. The women make money, it's not, I'm not saying that the women don't make money, women make a lot of money, for that absolutely. But uh, when it comes to the corporate side, mm. some things are happening because other people are paying for it mm. and not because it's coming out of their own pocket, so mm. okay, yeah, but yeah, I mean, cool for women. I like all the women, I, I'm a huge Carmela fan, I, I, I like Bianca, I think Ruby Riott's really good. The of Blackheart's fucking crazy, as fuck. Like Dakota Kai's is really good. Look out for Raquel Gonzalez. She's got she's got it. She doesn't even realize it when I watch her. She's fucking a beast. Um, but yeah, anybody on
3: the AEW's Women's Division? Cuz it really isn't
6: one. Uh I'm going to say that the AEW's Women's Division just needs like someone who knows how to book it. I don't think that it, I think the problem with it is just I just don't believe in in the way it's being presented right. and I'm not gonna say like Kenny you make a piece of shit but um, uh, <laughs> I just think that um, the women are not being respected for their strengths and their weaknesses and they're not being used to at the best of their ability and one of my favorite things and then they stopped doing it was when Nala Rose just randomly was pow- uh, power bombing uh, people through tables I thought mm-hmm. that was fucking hilarious like, and then, like, I remember she did this, like, little feud with that girl Shanna. And then they had a match Ooh, on Dark. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, why is this on Dark and it's not on television? Like, the crowd is getting behind the Shanna girl. Like, they like her. Go with that. You know, Big Swole, like, is probably the most charismatic woman on their roster. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I to me, it's just that they need a fit Finley to help them in the ring. Not that they don't know how to work. I'm not saying that. But they need someone to report to the Booker the strengths and the weaknesses of these girls. Somebody to sit down and write compelling television for yeah, them. Because yeah, yeah. right now they have no stories. They're just fighting, and there's nothing worse than watching two people just have a championship match for no reason, yeah. or, or or matches for no reason. Even though I'm not a big fan of like Candice Ray and Mia Yim's storyline, at least there's a reason as to why they have to fight. Yes, Terrible. You know, Terrible. you know. Terrible. But like, Terrible. we just we just they just need somebody to sit down honestly they need somebody to really like talk to these girls on a one-on-one basis i'm not saying that i'm perfect but when i book shows i talk to people individually i say what are the stories that you want to tell Mm. what 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 is what is something that you've never done before that you want to do what do you do well and what do you don't do well hear from their point of view and your own point of view you can draw conclusions but i just feel like you know chris datlander was getting over even though I don't really understand her gimmick, but she was getting over. Isn't she from space? Like she's like an alien. Yeah, she's, she's like an a, alien. Is something. that what it is? Yeah. She's oh, a, okay. she, it's like one of those like post-like it's like an orange cast. She's like a more like a yeah. man in black character. I do I, 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 mm, all
5: you said I think she just that?
6: has space on her gear and then she said she was from out of space. i Oh, that so was it wasn't too deep. deep. I don't think it was deep. But I'm taking it. But see, I mean, but I, mean, I would would love for them to take it deeper. You know, you have this budget she should be doing some Men in Black shit, you know, mm. vignettes and having a spaceship for, like, her championship match, like, mm. you know, some cool shit, you know, or, or, you know, like, you know, doing the suggestion of making her gear a little bit more metallic and not just that kind of, like, you can get a you you know, Michael's you space. you
3: know how dope it would be, like, what's her big event all in, all out, whatever, all if, like, she had a big match and she came out wearing, like, the Men in Black suit? Oh. Yeah. That'd be dope, you know what I mean? Like, especially if you play it up, like all year, like you're an alien,
6: like,
3: or like the know? person working against
6: her, well the men in black. Like, that'd be fucking fine, you know? Or like a
3: like a like a
6: like a like a. I astronaut. see Big
3: Wilder doing that shit,
6: you know, to so fuck with
3: her. Yeah,
5: you can do
6: a you know. <laughs> that uh, neural, neuralizer, mm. you know, they just gotta, do, and they got a lot of women, you know. They should find do- Danny Jordan. she's doing a lot of their darts. She's a really talented uh, performer. Uh, That uh, Chanel girl is—I mean—would be a real asset to them right now because she's got a lot of personality to make up for a lot of people that don't have one. Um, Nigga, you crazy? Uh, I
3: thought you were just throwing up, you know, names of potential. Yeah, that's not the name. You (laughs) ain't catching me today, (laughs) (laughs) bro.
6: I'm not gonna sit sit and be like she's not talented, but like. it is what I it stand is. with La Rosa Negra. Fuck that. Nigga. Yeah, facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. Big yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah, Fuck
3: her. Um, I think Impact. I think Impact has the best. Impact North, has a really North good American,
6: uh, uh I, division. I, 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 shout out to Impact. I like what they're doing with uh, Jordan and Diana. Um, you know, they they, they they're allowing Diana to have a character, mm-hmm. which is good yeah. because her just saying she's a virtual so hundred times doesn't m- mean anything unless we get context. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. so finally we have context Uh I really like what Kiara and Tasha are doing I hate the comparisons of black women in wrestling what they're doing is so different than what Bailey and Sasha are doing
3: uh,
5: and I think that what they're doing
3: well, are, they, are they comparing that yeah. a lot of the fans they, that's what the fans been doing the oh, fans
5: are because because yeah. you know that's how they do you know when it's women of color of any type they be like let's put them together and compare uh, you know how yeah. they used to do uh Three Profits park. Yeah, yeah. Party, park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which
6: I mean they're
5: not doing the same thing either. Yeah. Um
6: they're not. Like, I, the I think uh I like what Su Young is doing with this Soo Young Suzy uh I love Su Young. The two um, two two halves of a thing. Yeah. And then um I mean some of them I'm not big fans of but uh I think that for the most part they have a solid women's division. I think that it's just that sometimes you gotta sit down and tell different kinds of stories. Like the Soo Young thing is really cool. Um, we haven't really seen a woman do a Jacqueline Hyekimmick mm-hmm. in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Yeah, women's wrestling is doing pretty good. I wish MLW would have a women's division. I do too, man. Even though they said they were going to do one and then, like, deleted the tweet and they never did it. But, like, they should do it. Yeah, because, yeah. like I
3: said, MLW is my favorite favorite promotion right now. I mean,
6: they, they have a very nice presentation. I will yeah. give them that. And, you know, Selena Doretta doesn't have to do all the workload for the female gender. Yeah. You know, they can have a lot of a lot of women. And uh, there's a lot of women out here that could be signed. And Ring of Honor's women's
3: division is just oof shamelessly embarrassing. embarrassing I mean
6: <laughs> and I, I was really excited when Maria came in cause Maria was doing some cool shit Maria's a, a good friend of mine mm-hmm. and I was really happy for her you know and the match out with Angelina Love I thought was pretty good Yeah. and then it was just kind of like nothing and I was really disappointed cause I'm like you know you can you can build a, I mean you can build a division but hey
3: I wish Ring of Honor would have had a women's division around like that period like 05, 06, because they had that sister group, Shimmer, and, like, they had, like I said, they could have got um uh, Daisy Hayes, like, Festa, or you know, Lephisto, but uh, like, there was a lot of, ta- like, women's talent that, like, especially during that time, that won't get really talked about, mm. but, you know, just looking at it from rose-colored, rose-colored glasses, is that the same, rose-colored glasses? Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah, right, yeah, yeah, well,
5: yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm great, man. Anything
3: you mean? Um, nah, I have got anything. Not for that. Nah. I'm straight. I ain't got nothing else on my notes. Mm-mm. All right, I'm going to give y'all a treat. Oh! Yes, sir! I saw the preview. All right, I'm pulling it up right now. Come on, oh. T- oh. Ladies and oh, gentlemen, what you, what you about to get right here is a world exclusive here on the Black Guy Russell podcast. We don't do this often. You know what I mean? We don't even do this amongst ourselves. But... I think you're. I, this is gonna be a treat, a special treat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, hold on. Oh, ain't no thing. Man, we to Yeah, I was gonna say we can stall as long as you need to. All day. <laughs> 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 do 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 I miss doing those commercials, man. Alright. Oh so, <laughs> Oh, shout out to Choice Crafts. Shout out to Choice Crash. Shout out to the corner store chef. Yeah. yeah man.
5: Shout out to Choice Crafts because you make our excellent shirts. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so when uh last year I was
6: with some shit, got into, you know, some, some some mental troubles and I and I had nothing but time after a match. No. To reflect on the the past few years. So I wrote this. Because uh, my theme song at the time was Cardi B's "Red Bowers freestyle, which is still available on Worldstar Hip Hop, um, which is I think her best rap vocal performance, artistry ever. I don't think it's gonna get better than that. <clears throat> but uh yeah, so you know, I'll do it right now. Come on! I never, I've never rapped it for anybody before. Oh, oh, shit! All right, Man. all right, so. I swear to god they ain't wanna see me lead a war. Brittany Spears shit and now they scared to give me more. They rather see me in my place doing jobs for dubs. I guess I really gotta show them what the fuck is up. I'm on some new shit, that Billy Dee Bodega shit. Every time I catch a hating bitch, they only twitter shit. Can't blow up the facts, but on Lamarck and Nana shit, you set yourself up. They may not seem like Billy's bugging bitch. And niggas hating on me really be upset. I don't know, make me wonder who you got between your legs. You a real nigga mad at a puffer getting bread. Use my bitch from the jump. Come give your daddy head. Woo! Scroll down, scroll down on the timeline. Snake shit, fake shit all up in real time. I walk the walk I'm here at the front line Ready for the bullshit You know this is my bloodline My crime getting stiff For the one time Your conscience, quick Trying to judge my Pull up with your goofy click Funny headlines Never gonna see the big B In the rap times
5: Hey, Damn <laughs> like <Yeah>. I said, <laughs> That's God. what I'm talking about Damn Boy Let's go <laughs> Thanks man
3: You said that's the first time You're the front end again Anybody, anybody. <laughs> Hey look hey. First of all We are honors. God damn Oh man Now that was yeah. fire bro
5: Thanks, man. absolutely. Damn. You did a great job. I was like, hey, "Yo, man, I like." Uh, it sounded kind of like, um, like little Kanye and Like yeah, right at the beginning. Like when I heard like how your flow is, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, "Okay." Like it. Thank you. I appreciate did it. You got yeah. a
6: rap album coming. up? Uh, so oh, oh shit! Um, my oh, more <laughs> exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> uh, so I'm working on some raps, and uh, I have a homie that does production, and we'll see. Hey, okay. uh, no promises But I I,
3: I might do like an EP Like a 3 to 5 song Hey Hey look G So I'm a poet And Like I said I'm doing a poetry Your poem was dope this week Much love way. bro I appreciate it appreciate it But I do i um, I'm doing a poetry event I did one last year And I wanted to do one this year And I would love You know hopefully By the end of the year If everything clears up i oh, excuse me. I need you to perform. I need. I need. I need you. I need you. I need you, I need you to be out there spinning some shit. You should definitely be there if we if are able to have it. And ain't, and ain't thing. Oh my God, that's what the fuck I like to hear. Yeah. And now, first of all, this was a fantastic episode. I love it. Yeah, this, this is cool. I mean, oh, I, mean I hope our vibe was. Yeah, I enjoy oh, it, here. Man. I
6: had a great time. I had a great time, man. This is this is what it's about. Like, you know, I hope everybody who's listening who's made it to this far, you know, you enjoyed the convo and gotten to know me a little bit better. I mean, and. You know It's sad That I didn't know There were Black wrestling podcasts Things like that So When I find them I really would love to You know Talk to them yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen You know I may not always post about it Like shout out to the Self control podcast Oh that's a uh, nice. those Those uh, The DDT Divas podcast uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those wrestling girls podcast uh, we, we love wrestling too The podcast Uh Dead ass Jabba tears. dead ass girls, dead ass girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out yeah. to the dead ass girls. They keep it all the way real. Um, <laughs> they can do that. Yeah. Uh They be frying the fuck out um, of <laughs> <laughs> them. There's there's, there's there's a lot of like a beautiful culture that mm-hmm. uh, I'm discovering. I think a lot of us are discovering, and we all here to just you know boost this culture so that there's something for the next generation. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And because,
3: like I said, you know, I don't, you know, I'm gonna get too sentimental and everything. But like I said, when. The one thing, especially when it comes to this podcast, is we try to support black wrestling in every way aspect. And like I said, I'm a believer, especially in today's standard, of what I see on TV that's cool. But it's what I see outside of TV. And I recognize, like I said, my favorites have changed drastically. And you're in that tier, man. I appreciate that. When I say, like... You are... You know, I won't exaggerate when I put Billy Dixon the god, or I call you a legend because that's what you are, man. I appreciate You, know what I mean? you have done phenomenal things in the, the shorts, man. I, I've known you. Like I said, I see nothing but pure success in everything that you do. The vision that you have, bro, if you need anything, we are here. You know what Yo, I mean? Yo, this guy, like, for you, like,
5: for real, like, the guy is the limit for you, bro. Like... I had like I I didn't I wasn't aware that you were um, so like involved in like the the um like booking and everything yeah. and like and like you have an excellent mind with it so I think like all we need is a chance man man let me it. tell you <laughs> <laughs> E-T, I hope you listening <laughs> TV
6: one I hope you listening facts or Nick Cannon's new streaming service I hope you listening <laughs> Diddy we're not listening. Diddy, Redemption. diddy, diddy. I have not drank Ciroc in several years. So I'm not I'm not yeah, listening doing, to you either. No, no. You ain't going to get me. god And
3: Tidal just fired a bunch of people, so that's not the question. Yeah, Tidal did
5: fire a bunch of people. Tidal did.
6: But, bro,
3: tell people where they can find you. Is there anything else you want to drop on people? You know what I mean? Any words of wisdom that you want to just, you know, sprinkle on these hoes out here? All right. Um...
6: All right, so you can follow me on all social medias at the Billy Dixon. that is T-H-E-B-I-L-L-Y-D-I-X-O-N. And uh, yes, in the upcoming future, uh, hopefully when the Rona gets vaccinated or we just decide we won't give a fuck, um, I will be running the first ever pro wrestling slash uh, ballroom Kiki Vogue event called Paris is Bumping uh, in the D.C. area. Uh, more details on that there may be something regarding that coming out later this year uh and basically my my whole thing is just like do you i think that uh, it sounds really simple simple but i think a lot of us we kind of forget that along the way because of the world just puts so much pressure but do you and the rest is gonna follow and i got nothing but left uh to the blackout wrestling podcast thank y'all for having me and uh hopefully we we can all you know, chop it up at a show and hopefully we can get more of our brothers and sisters and siblings on this podcast. Gotcha. Y'all, y'all, y'all fucking funny as well. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, thanks, <laughs> man. We is
3: appreciate that, it. One question, is that bell defendant in 24-7 rules? <laughs> Siri. <laughs> uh, I, 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 or do you have to sign like a contract?
6: So we, we, we do like blood oaths. And, and uh, you got to name your first name child after the inaugural champion. That would be myself. So, mm. even if it is a girl, you're going to name her William? I will talk mm. to my fiance. Yes, yeah. so uh, <laughs> okay. I think that, that
3: kind of seals your fate of getting yeah, that. Absolutely. Mm. But, damn. Okay. You tried. I did. I did <laughs> try. Right. Cool. Cool. You can find me at uh, Poetic Scotland on Twitter. and Scotland underscore Underwood on Instagram. You can
5: find me at uh, Twitter and Instagram at Rally of the Leaf. I'm going to see if I can
3: do this right. What? And you can find me. Oh. (laughs) You can find me at my OnlyFans (laughs) and Twitter at DMACCtardy. Big Draco. Big Draco. Big Draco. Big Draco. (laughs) I can't do a good deal. Oh, he got an OnlyFans. Uh, no, <laughs> nah, I,
5: I, I, I don't, actually, we don't know. Wait, wait. Yeah, really, I know he jokes a lot, but we not really. I,
3: I'm, I don't think. I think he's.
5: Look, I might jump on that train. Motherfucker, he getting a hundred k a month. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> hey, man, if you can get it, I say go for get it. Get your paper. Get, you get know, it how you live. Get your paper. Hell yeah. You know, but shout bro. out, shout out to DMAC. Shout out to DMAC. Shout shout out D- D- out hopefully, D-Mac. D-Mac. damn, he won't
4: be back for a couple weeks.
3: No, he will not be because yeah. he's going to Atlanta. Yes. Please. So, we do have some stuff lined up. You know what I mean? We got a contest about to come up. You know what I mean? If you want to come vibe with us, man, come vibe with us. Billy, you have a seat yeah. here whenever you want, my brother. Oh, yeah, just let us know. Yes. Appreciate you. Yes. If you yeah. ever need managers, we are available. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you need a commentating team, Peninsula Heat is available for <laughs> for <laughs> all commentary issues. I think we do I a think, pretty good job. I think we got it. Yeah, we can make this happen all the time until next week we are out peace
0: who are you texting my therapist you text with your therapist text video chat call yep that sounds too easy. How did you find her?
1: I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save.